Doc Rivers continues to time and time again not get it when it comes to getting... Oh! Let him play! Good evening, sports fans! It's a pleasure to have you here for the Big Football Show. It's good to have you with us from... Um, well, my name is Dave Medina. You also know me as Dave is eating a sandwich and... We're here for another sandwich sports show. This will be our last of the sports shows for this calendar year, but we pick it back up in January after we do our bold previews. This this for the uh, in front of the holidays, and um, outside of that, we're in for some fun times. I think we've got bowl season right on our right on our doorstep. Uh, should be really great. Uh, just checking with the chat. Can you all hear and see everything? Can you hear what I'm saying? Can you hear the music? Uh, hopefully, that's the case. Um, so joining us on stream for the moment, you've got our friends John and Kevin, and uh, they'll be part of the, they'll be in the mix for um, for the front end of this program, uh, pretty good. And um, Andy should be joining uh, could be joining us tonight. I believe he said he's about sixty forties, which is good. I think it's, I'll take that as a positive. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, but nice to have you. S. Borsch, welcome in. Nice to see you in our chat tonight. We're gonna be we're gonna do some sports this evening, and then we'll raid out. We'll find um, some some more entertainment for you as we after we finish wrapping up for the season. It's been a really it has become a very very good podcast contest this year because we got off to a brutal start. It's it's really crazy, um, and um, I do want to take a moment to uh, to announce the news of of my of Mike Leach's passing, which is just sudden and un- unbelievably unbelievably sad, it really came out of nowhere. He had a heart attack uh, just a few days ago, and it was pretty serious. And so he is um, laid to rest. Kind of hard to believe, honestly. It, even though I know he wasn't the healthiest like eater, wasn't the most he didn't do the most exercise, but he still was pretty young, and he seemed pretty healthy. So it, it was honestly a shock to me to see. And just one of the great, one of the great personalities in college football, and the inventor of the air raid. I mean, that's a huge loss for the sport. I, I, he was really getting the Mississippi State program in a good, in a, into a good place. Like he had them, he had them moving and grooving. They're in a bowl. It's, it's just such a bummer. Like I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm sad. I'm just, I don't know how else to, how else to put it. We're gonna give it to the rest of our panel to talk about that too to start off the show. Then we'll get into NFL talk, recap the NFL action. NFL picks, and then we'll do our bowl previews for, for college football. So, folks, contest still contest coming down on the wire, and uh, much to the recap over here. Let's hit it. All right, football picks week sixteen. Week sixteen. So, our leader for the contest this year has been John, and he has another great week. Look at this. Look at this. Three and one on the week. That's, that's a great spot. Kevin was right behind. Kevin's having a nice month. He's had a lot of. He's had. This is now, I believe, his third winning week in a row at three and one. And uh, Dave is two and two for for the for the weekend. I'm a, I'm pretty upset with the Titans. Like that was such a such a disgrace the way that they played. I thought for sure they were gonna at least cover. What a dis, what a disaster that team was. Just just unbelievable. Um, oh that was that was a week ago. That was a week earlier. Sorry. Um, I guess I'll just make that point about the Browns then, because the Browns were just, and the Giants too, but I, the Giants are quite as surprising. I figured they, you know, eventually bad teams like that will play like a bad team. So Andy was one and three, and Dave was not two and two. Ron was one and three as well. That's obviously incorrect. But um, here are the standings after 16 weeks. John is at the top at 31, 26 and one. 
Um, I am in second place at 29 and 29. Andy is in third place at 27 and 31. And Ron and Kevin... Interesting spots. Uh, Kevin has an opportunity to overtake Ron for third place. Ron's at 25, 31, and 1 for third place. And Kevin... He's in last place, but he's at making a run here, and it's a great way to end a season. 25 and 33, and uh, still some, still a couple weeks to go, too. So uh, getting close to 500 is not out of the question either. So um, I'm rooting for Kevin to finish strong, and as I would be rooting for everybody here on this contest. So that was a lot to get into there, but, um, well, and that's how we start. And Kevin, welcome back to the show. John, glad to have you back. Um, let's go to John first. John... I, I want to say hello. Oh, Danny's a Georgia's. Great. And <laughs> the other guy. Don't think I didn't notice that. <laughs> Hold on, folks. I got to go to... We got to go change something up over here. Danny's joined us. So let's go. Rahoma, what's going on? Welcome in. Nice to see you tonight. Welcome. Nice to see you, my friend. I hope you're well. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, as far as modding goes... <laughs> shame, Titans. No, yeet the Titans is what we do with that, with the Titans. Eat them anyway, even though they didn't, even though that game was a week ago. But <laughs> what's going on, Rahomo? It's good to see you. Follow Rahomo, one of our good friends, one of our mods here on the pro on this channel. Um, but back to uh, our friends at the panel. Um, we go to John first, and again, I just incredibly sad news as far as Mike Leach is concerned. But but happier news in the, in the arena of of the uh, of, of of college football and pro football too. I mean, John, thank you very much for your encouragement. I made the playoffs in your pool. I'm so pumped about that. I'm ready to go. I mean, I'll, I'll get the picks in tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see how things go. But um, how's it going tonight? Yeah, all three of us uh, that are participants in the league are in. Myself, nice. you, and Andy. So could have some juice here the last month. Me and Andy have uh, have bye weeks. But Dave, hoping hoping you can get the get the W. But yeah, um, good to be back. Uh, obviously, very very sad. Uh, to hear about Mike Leach's passing. I mean, it's just so sudden. Like, you heard the news, and then he's gone the next day. Although, the reports that came out, it just, it just wasn't looking good when you first you first heard about it. And, you know, you just – you know, when <clears throat> when someone passes away, like, all, you know, all the stories come out about how, like, he's touched their lives and, like, all these random stories about how he, he just ran, ran into somebody here and there and, like, he was, like, staying for hours at a party with just, like, students and talking to some guy on the phone. They, he couldn't get him off the phone. Like – he was like truly a genuine guy. And like, I mean, I know it's, it's obviously horrible that he's, he's gone and um, you know, just the, I can't imagine like what his family is going through, just losing someone so suddenly about that. But you know, the outpouring of just stories and support that have, have, you know, come to the surface since his passing, I guess that has to give them a little, a little solace, I guess, and just the kind of person that he was and the kind of impact he had on everybody. Um, so yeah, obviously a, a very, very tough situation and very sad just how suddenly he'd be just here one day and gone the next, but I guess that's just the fleeting, uh, how life is, um, you know, sometimes. That's very well said, John. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with any of that. I, I just, you know, he meant a lot to a lot of people, which I, I think is something that has carried over year to every year. He's always had great quotes too. Like that's always what's st something that stuck with me. He just was a funny guy, and um, I'm always going to remember that. Um, as Sp as um, Sporish has joined us in the chat, welcome in, my friend. He, <laughs> our friend says the Jags have killed my football experience many years ago. Now I can feel you have pain in that one too. Um, um, but uh, let's go to Andy. Welcome in, Andy. How are you doing tonight? 
Um, I'm all right. I'm, I'm actually a little cranky. Um, I'm very cranky, but um, cranky Andy. But yes. it, it, it's all good. Uh, but I, yeah, I am a little cranky um, for a few reasons. But um, about about Leach, yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he. Uh, I don't know how to really say this right now. Um, as John mentioned, a lot of people are telling stories, and if Mike was telling those stories, everyone would be like, "Oh, making it all about himself." But everyone is telling great stories about Mike Leach vis-a-vis all about them. But no, he was obviously a a legacy coach, um, innovative, uh, very independent, free thinking, quirky, um, for better or for worse, arguably uh, never won an apple cup. Uh, The Northwest media never really likes the Cougars, like the, the, the Seattle times is like 90% Husky, 10% Washington state when it comes to coverage. And also um, we know Leach leaned in one direction politically. So a lot of people out here kind of held that against him as opposed to places like Lubbock, Texas and uh, Starkville, Mississippi. But uh the college pigskin is going to obviously miss him. Uh, he has like a, the whole Hal Mummy, Sonny Dykes, Mike Leach, Graham Harrell, Cliff Kingsbury, Ryan Gosling, Dana Did, Holderson. Is Lincoln Riley on there? Lincoln Riley. Like, yeah, like he, that whole air raid system is, is a, is a very good system. Um, and when I say like his clock management, like, yeah, like he, sometimes you fade him because of his system. Sometimes you bet it because of his system. Uh, but 61 is obviously uh, way too young and uh, very og shocking how it all went down. Um, yeah, like, I, wh- who isn't going to miss the Pirate? Unless, like, I, I'll tell you who won't miss the Pirate, R.D. But besides <laughs> R.D. besides R.D. and Craig James, everyone else is going to sorely miss Mike Leach. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Kevin, anything you'd like to add as far as Mike Leach? And welcome in. Good to see you again. Thanks. Yeah, you too. It's, it feels like it's been months. It actually probably has. Um, no, he was... Uh, he always struck me as very... He was... Unafraid, you know, he wasn't afraid to call people out. Uh, wasn't afraid, you know, to kind of be him. He was, he was unique. Um, yeah, and it's it's horrible. Um, I, I Andy missed the beginning part. Dave just continuing even in horrible times cracks me up when he gets, says <laughs> uh, Mike Leach had a heart attack and apparently it was a bad one. And yeah, Dave, it was <laughs> it was pretty bad. When you don't get to see your your family anymore, it's. Speaking of someone actually on the panel, who this is where I I can be the expert <laughs> for the first the time on, on the uh, <laughs> on on the panel for the first time in in four months because I've actually had heart attacks and that. Um, but yeah, no, he he was he was a goofball, a horrible dancer. I watched a lot of YouTube. I went on a deep dive in Mike Leach YouTube's in the beginning of the season. Um, but just a really cool thinker. Went to law school, you know, like all these. All uh, just a real. I mean. 
and he said at 61 it sucks it's too young but he did you know he had a full life um i guess i don't know he's stating stupid shit like this now when people die but it's horrible i really think it, it it really messed me up for like a day which was shocking i didn't even um i wouldn't have thought that months ago but uh doing doing stuff with you guys this year and getting back into uh college football i, I spent a lot of time watching watching him and watching videos and kind of rooting for him and stuff so um it's kind of like a I was also coach Knight, Indiana hoops guy. He's kind of like a light version of that, maybe uh, for me, like a uh, kind of un- you know just unafraid to take anyone on, but you know their thought process and his and uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's 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 not good, but I mean, Dave made me laugh, so <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, and I will, I will. One last thing to add, like he seems like the type of coach that he would like help out an aspiring uh like a like a student that's in uh either the broadcasting or journalism major like he would like go out of his way to like help him out even yeah. if it's like a stuttering interviewer and he's nervous leach would help him out whereas someone like jim Beheim would really yeah you you would think he yeah he, he would do the, the exact opposite of what you think like the, this person yeah i just watched right before this thing i, I just came up on my i was trying to I was on YouTube and they had a Mississippi State did a tribute video and they have this right towards the end, you know, they give out these game balls and uh, you expect to see him giving out the game ball to some like big linebacker running back, but he gives it to this kind of like special needs ball boy who starts bawling, crying. And of course, then I start crying and I'm like, it's 902. Damn it. I got to talk to these guys. But yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Andy, Andy nailed it. Jim Beheim, No. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to feel like this. Bayheim goes away. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Um, there have been some people who've passed more recently that we were kind of like, maybe we don't need to go all out and being you know rest in peace and all that. But but I, I do think that Leach would definitely qualify. I mean, definitely meant a lot to the sport, and I think um, you know I'm fully aware of the of like political leanings of people in college football. It's just it's just something you have to you just have to roll with and. Um, I don't know. I never really took any of that in, and as far, but, but more than that, I just think he cared about people and particularly cared about the people he recruited. And I think that's always going to stick with me. So y'all did a really great job and Andy's light is out for some reason. Um, uh, oh, it's just better for my eyes. I'm watching three games and you guys. I... <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for breaking that all for, for really, uh, for your incredible thoughts on, uh, on Mr. On Mr. Coach Leach. That's, you know, like you said, I think we're all gonna miss him, like one way or the other. I just think it's just one of those, one of those, those uh, memorable characters of sports, and we get fewer and fewer of them nowadays. So it's like, whenever you lose someone like that, it's gonna be, it's a tough, it's a tough day, it's a tough day. Um, so John, let's go back to NFL talk before we get into our bowl preview. Um, I don't know, really know what to really recap as far as setting it up. So I'll just give it to you straight away. What were your thoughts from last week's action? Well, the one line that's really stuck out last week, if you remember, well, we didn't have a show, but in our group text, it was like, man, Lions minus two over the Vikings. Like, oh, yeah. How does that yeah. Make any sense? yeah. Well, this is like the third time this year where the line didn't make any sense. You just got to dive right in and you go for it. And the Lions, it was a no sweat win. Like, it was in the end, the Vikings got a garbage touchdown. The Lions were up by like 17 before that happened um they're playing really good football i mean 
Goff is not turning the ball over. Uh, their O-line is just pushing people around. The running game's effective. And, you know, they're uh, getting some explosive plays. They're getting their playmakers back. St. Brown is healthy again. Swift is healthy again. I mean, they really should have beaten the Bills on Thanksgiving if Campbell could have managed the clock a little bit better at the end of the game. That's kind of like their one weakness, I think, at this point is just Campbell and his dodo uh, moments that he has. But, I mean, they're playing great. Like, honestly, the way the Seahawks and the Giants are fading, that the Lions could be in position here for, like, a, a wild card spot if they keep they keep winning. And um, a huge game against the Jets this weekend. But, yeah, that was that was kind of the most interesting game of, of the week to me um, just because of how this, the line um, came out. And I was like, yeah, this is just a 100% Lions bet for sure. Um, and then, you know, the Vikings, like they, you know, their record is kind of fraudulent. Like they've been giving up 400 yards a game um, on defense, like all these one possession wins. And it was just bound for, you know, to kind of come to a crashing halt at some point. You might continue to see that as we go here over the final month of the season. Um, but, you know, they're probably too far ahead to, you know, lose the division at this point. But, you know, they're going to be a team to fade in the playoffs for sure. Um you had uh, the Eagles just dominate the Giants. I mean, no real big surprise on that one. Um, battle of backup quarterbacks with the Steelers and the Ravens. Huntley gets hurt, and somehow I thought that bet was completely dead, but somehow Anthony Brown does enough, and their defense does enough for the Steelers to uh, – I'm sorry, the Ravens to win um, after Trubisky comes in for Pickett. Um, so that was kind of just a, a mash unit of a game, but Baltimore hangs on. Um, the, the, uh, bills do not cover as the jets kick the late field goal to get the cover plus 10, which is really annoying. Um, you know, you love it when it goes your way, but when the other team kicks the late field goal to get in the back door, then, you know, that kind of sucks, but bills just a whole hum kind of win, but Hey, it's, it's, it's in a win column. So that's all I needed to do. Uh, Deshaun Watson continues to look like garbage coming back from the suspension. This is two weeks now. You know, we didn't have the show last week, but against the Texans, the Browns had three non-offensive touchdowns, a punt return, a fumble return, and an interception return. They didn't do anything on offense. They really should have lost that game. And on Sunday, they only scored 10 points. So going to take a while for him. Um, you know, and the Bengals continue to roll. They're really coming into their uh, peaking at the right time here towards the end of the season. Um, Dallas almost loses to Houston. I mean, that was crazy. I mean, typical – Lovey Smith, like 1950s football, like down by the goal line, running it what three times into a, an 11 man front. Like, dude, like do something else. You're, you're about <laughs> to win the game here. You know, like <laughs> try a play action pass, maybe. I just like they, they had such a good, I mean, and I agree with them going for it on the fourth down. Like, should go win the game there, but still, just prehistoric play calling. That was just, that was just ridiculous. And, you know, Dallas pulls it out. Um, and then the late action. Kansas City up 27 nothing somehow doesn't cover the spread. Uh, I don't know. Mahomes has some interceptions. I mean, I bet Denver, so I'm not going to complain. But, man, that was – you know, I never thought that had a chance at 27 nothing. Um, Wilson, Wilson, I think, got a concussion, so I don't know what his status is going forward. Um, Seattle's defense was awful. Carolina just ran all over them. Uh, the My worst bet of the week was Tampa Bay. I had they, – they are just pathetic. I thought that maybe they had some film on Purdy. Their defense is good enough. It would be like a 17 to 14 game, but no. Uh, San Francisco just looks amazing. This uh, we remember him from Iowa State, Brock October, 
Uh, you bet them in October when, uh, you know, Brock Purdy's playing. But, um, you know, they just surround him with playmakers. He gets the ball out quick. Their defense does the rest of the work. And I guess that's kind of their formula. And we'll see if it, see if it keeps going. Um, the Sunday night game was interesting. Chargers, they really should have won that game by like three touchdowns. But that's what the Chargers do. They just keep teams close. I mean, Tyreek Hill had that fluke fumble return for a touchdown. Um, but that was a huge win for the Chargers. And Miami's kind of sinking. And then um, Monday night, you know, Bill against Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, talk about a shoe versus ant game. My goodness. Couldn't get any more of a mismatch than that. <laughs> it proved itself out on paper. I mean, yeah. although Murray Murray gets hurt, that definitely took some juice out of them. But McCoy's a capable backup, and they just couldn't do anything um, on offense. So, yeah, it was an interesting week. I mean, no real huge surprises. I guess if you're kind of like the – casual NFL fans like oh my god the Lions won and they were favored but as we discussed it's really really wasn't it wasn't an upset if you're going by the spread so um it was a good week yep yeah I think you're right I mean the, in the, it was it was indeed a good week um yeah that man that line you talked about boy you are so right about that I mean that was you talk about stinky lines that was one of the smelliest I've seen all season um all right folks I let's welcome in the raid we got a raid from Reddington Frothing Slosh Welcome in, Brett. Thank you so much for raiding. I know you have to run, but uh, we appreciate you being here. Um, for those of you joining us from Breddington Frothing Slosh, my name is D- Dave Medina. You also know me as Dave He's Eating a Sandwich. And uh, tonight we have Sandwich Sports, and we're 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 covering the NFL right now. We'll make our picks for the NFL slate coming up this weekend, and then we're going to give you our bowl previews for for the college football bowl season coming up in just a few days just a few days so uh these are the four are these are our folks on the panel tonight in the upper left hand corner you have john in connecticut on the lower left is kevin on the cape my longtime podcast partner we've done random questions for many years back on the podcast before we were on twitch and andy in seattle in the lower right corner um always good for the juice as well and uh (laughs) so that that's who we have depending on what's happening in those three games he's watching yeah, there must be intense games, Andy. Like, what's the latest? Oh, I'm cranky because of a video game scenario, believe it or not. Oh, video wow. game scenario. Interesting. Yeah, think, you might want to tell the story. Apropos to Twitch, the, let's 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 hear Twitch. it. Yeah, I think that's the audience we're going yeah. for here. Well, if, I mean, if I I'll, I'll do a quick hijack because I do want to rant on the NFL, piggyback on what John said. But uh, if any of you guys play PGA Two K Two Three. The golf game there's okay. a there's like online societies like barstool has one uh but the original group called tgc has like this society and there's like different flight you know it's just like regular golf or tennis like you know different flights different different leagues you got handicap all that stuff i think uh mike in jersey is plays it um anyway uh i i missed the cut by a couple strokes on this on this tournament and uh you know piss me off it's uh because you get like a you get a world ranking you get there's like money lists it's all it's just like real golf but in video games that's pretty cool and, uh, oh man yeah. that's a bummer i'm sorry uh, sports pope my, sports pope i i've told him about it because he plays it mm-hmm. um also known as chris in atlanta but yep. uh yeah, so I, I missed the cut. The world ranking will plummet. Ooh. Yeah. A bum- oh, man. <laughs> Heartbreak City. Just a first world problem. And sure, certainly, but you've got reason to be upset there. That's that's 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's good. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, oh, fine. one other thing. Uh, don't forget to follow Breddington Frothing Slosh on, on Twitch and the Pretty Good Universe podcast. Or what is it? Pretty Good? Yeah, Pretty Good Universe podcast, which is on all the streaming platforms as well. He's also a podcast host, as it turns out. So, um, Andy, back to you. Let's get your thoughts on last week's NFL action. Yeah. Um, surprised John didn't mention that uh, clinic of uh, malfeasance known as uh, Raiders versus Rams on Thursday night. Seriously, the, if the NFL basically got what they wanted last week where all the uh, crappy teams won, like the Patriots won, uh, the Jags won, uh, the Lions continued their magic, uh, the Titans lost, obviously, with the Jags winning, Seattle lost, you know, making, making, it, making the crummy, the scrum. Uh, I know NBC changed their in the hunt uh, verbiage to loitering. Um, but yeah, if they, if the Raiders won, they would have been able to market the upcoming Pats Raiders game as like, you know, Bonanza, you know, both these teams are have their fingernails on the edge of the cliff with their playoff chances, you know, Patriots still do, but the Raiders don't. But, um, but all the other teams that the NFL needed to win to market their uh, very or you know below average teams in the playoff hunt, you know, took care of business. Um, the early window, yeah, you guys nailed the the Lions. I, I hammered the Lions. Um, you know, the Vikings—they're not going to win every close game under the sun, which they have been for the most part this year. Um, they better bounce back against the Colts for survivor pool purposes. They better fucking take care of business against the fucking Colts. I'm telling you that right now. Um, but the Eagles, I had a good feeling about the Eagles. They embarrassed the Giants. Um, that Bills game was frustrating. It was snowy. It was windy. But Mike White, to his credit, has more guts in his ribcage than Kyle Wilson has in his entire, or Zach Wilson has in his entire, his body. And, uh, you know, Mike White not, might not be the answer, but it seems like his teammates uh, emote and arguably might even play harder with him behind center than, than Wilson. You can just kind of, you can just tell. I'm not in the locker room, obviously, but just by watching the games. Um, so the Jets are still alive, but, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to beat Buffalo, um, especially at Buffalo. Uh, let's see what else. The, um, yeah, the late slate. I, I also had the Broncos. You know, the Chiefs kind of took their eye off the proverbial ball for a little bit. And, um, you know, Jerry Judy, this is what happens when Jerry Judy gets involved. He can score touchdowns. He can haul long passes. He can get involved. He's a really good wide receiver, but Russell Wilson is just a, just a complete shell of his former self. Um, but you know, too little, too late, you know, if you fall behind 27, nothing to a team like Kansas city, you're probably not going to win. And, uh, that's, that's what happened. And then the marquee game that was supposed to be a marquee game obviously wasn't a marquee game. Tampa Bay 
looked just absolutely horrendous. It was a bad sign. The first play of the game, they actually sacked Purdy for like a 10-yard loss, and they called a very egregious roughing the passer penalty. That was a bad sign. Um, and Tampa just could get nothing going whatsoever. And San Francisco, they're they're very uh, they're very smart at what they do uh, at all phases of the game. Injuries don't really seem to rattle them, um, especially a team like Tampa. They can they can get by, and we'll see how you know we'll find out tomorrow what Brock Purdy has like on the road. I heard I heard he's dinged up himself. So the backup to Brock Purdy is uh, Josh Johnson. We remember Josh Johnson. He's been everywhere. Um, Seattle, God bless Pete Carroll. God bless Gino. God bless their horrendous rush defense. They really fucked up my 14 parlay. All I needed them was to win. John was like, that's a fishy line. I, I kind of like Carolina. And sure enough, first play of the game uh, on offense for Seattle was an interception by Gino. Another haunting sequence. Uh, third and 10. Uh, and it seems like... Carolina was content to punt because they ran it up the middle, but they still got the first down anyway. I mean, goodness gracious, you're letting Chubba Hubbard gash you, gash you, gash you. That was fucking embarrassing. So obviously uh, you're like McCaffrey and company, they're going to run all over the field tomorrow against uh, the Seahawks. But I don't know. Like now I'm, now I'm confused. The line's three and a half. I might take Seattle. Cause I'm just a sucker for misery. Cause on paper, Seattle, on paper, I don't care if the game's in Seattle or on the moons, San Francisco should be able to gash that defense, cut them to ribbons. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Ravens Steelers was a battle of backup quarters. I had the game on the little corner and I didn't even know uh, Huntley was out cause the sound was off and I was more focused on the Nance Romo game, Buffalo, New York jets. And then, uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee was, you know, more intriguing and arguably so was Detroit, Minnesota. So I wasn't really watching Steelers, Browns. Also, I had the Browns. I'm not Steelers, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. I had the Ravens in real life. You know, I took Steelers on our panel. That's just the way gambling goes sometimes. And then, yeah, the night game, yachts, congratulations. The whole NBC studio picked the fish. And I really wanted to hammer the Chargers <laughs> even more. And I nice. wanted to take the Chargers first half, but I was still so, so, so bitter about the Seahawks. I was gun shy and I, I didn't. So uh, I just took the, the Chargers for the regular Sunday night units uh, amount. And then on Monday, as uh, John mentioned, yeah, Kingsbury. Uh, thank God it was Belichick versus Kingsbury because the Patriots offense is still a fucking disaster. And, uh, I mean, if you had a houseplant instead of Gosling, the Cardinals should have been leading at least 17-7 at halftime. They totally screwed up that last possession when they went. Not only did they not uh, convert that fourth and one, but you let New England score three going into halftime. Like, I'm telling you, a houseplant doesn't let that happen. But Cliff Kingsbury does. (laughs) I mean, he is just – he is the gift that just keeps on giving – and um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty good NFL week because it it just sets things up relatively nice for the the home stretch for the last four weeks of the regular season. And uh, I know it's like there's a lot of average teams, but we're gambling. We're just uh, we're pot committed to the league, gambling, fantasy, degenerate stuff. So 
uh, we're in. We're in it. Love that so much. Really great recap, Andy. Thank you so much. Um, I do want to give a shout out to our friend Dara Hayden Music, who's joined us again tonight. Uh, welcome in, my friend. Um, he's a musician. He's a mod. And uh, it's really exciting stuff uh, having our good friend here. So give our friend a follow. Dara Hayden Music plays a lot of great covers of Twitch stream originals and other musics. Um, good times. So uh, welcome in. Back to the panel. So before I go to Kevin, just a quick under your head as far as the UCLA Maryland game. Are you either of you are either tracking this one? Because uh, interesting matchup. I'm curious as to where which side you would be leaning if you are watching the game. I bet Maryland minus two. Okay. I, I took UCLA plus two. Oh, we're head to head. Oh, was <laughs> a lock battle here. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh I took. God. Did you did you take UCF? No, I had some obscure games. I took um, Radford against VCU, and they they covered. And I have a really uh, another obscure game. I have uh, Tennessee Tech against Lipscomb. It's a tip I read somewhere or a podcast I listened to earlier this morning. They're like, "Yeah, this team is fucking horrible. Just take the dog." I'm like, "All right, sure. Why not? I'll throw a unit on it." So, uh, money is money. It's actually tied with like eight minutes left. So, hoping to get that one. So, doesn't matter what happens in this Maryland game. I'll be had a, a unit or so on the night so that's all that yes. matters Good yep, exactly we we dive deep for any any action here any kind of <laughs> random college basketball that i can get a tip on we'll, we'll bet it oh my god do you guys do you guys bet on like high school games in your neighborhood <laughs> you, think you bet on every single game I mean, I'm not, this is not judging i'm, I'm just just like me i think tommy would if it, if it were an option you know <laughs> our friend tommy if you remember tommy like i bet you tommy would he knows that stuff. Like that's the thing. Like I think he'd be good. I feel at like it. Andy too. Like you guys, I, I'm, they're nowhere near that age, but they both they all look young. They could like kind of get into the gym and you know be like, yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the new you know history teacher, and they could get like inside information on what's going on with one of the players. All of a sudden, head back out. John, Not I. I would. I just. I love. I love. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with it, but I love. I just love mid-major basketball, like Big West, WCC. I, I read all. I read these articles. I'll read these articles now, and they'll say like, you know, I'm reading like the ball like previews and stuff, and they'll say like, if you're if you're watching or betting on this game, you need your head examined. I'm like, I know two people who are going to be betting on that game, so you better watch it. <laughs> we'll be talking about a few of those balls in a few minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm reading these watch. going like, this is your audience. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you throwing them under the bus? Yeah, I guarantee John. John's gonna bet Irvine Santa Clara tomorrow, or even Seattle Oregon State. Why not? Maybe yeah. Right. We'll have to take a look at the lines. Any game that's lined on the board is an option. You just gotta dive into <laughs> it and see see what the see what's up. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if my state when they get their act together, I'll be with you on the college hoops for sure. Yeah. I mean, ESPN especially, especially Plus the- is ESPN Plus is awesome because. They literally have almost every game under the sun. You want to watch Merrimack girls basketball? Go for it. It's on. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think like UCLA Stanford volleyball, it would be kind of yeah, nice. Tell you what, you're not gonna believe this, but I was on Lipscomb in that game. So <laughs> I should have. I should have texted John before. Dave's I made betting that. Lipscomb now too. Yeah. So Dave, we have a, we, so wait. I, I'm against Andy on Maryland. It's not looking good on this one, but I'm against you, you on this Lipscomb game. Oh my god, Dave, that's crazy. You can't <laughs> make it up. That's the kind of game that John can move the line on. There's so many little, little people bet on that. Literally, my my little bet probably moved the line a half a point, and yeah. Dave's bet moved it the other direction. 
<laughs> somewhere in like the mirage or somewhere there'd be like someone needs to watch Limscombe. There's some action on. Someone's throwing. Someone's shaving points. They almost got an at large a couple of years ago. I think. I remember them. Yeah, been in some yeah, tournaments. Yeah, that does sound right. Yeah, seen their name before. Oh, good times. Um, so uh, Kevin, back to you. Oh, but let's say hi to the Carlo, the stream scribe. Incredible word artist has joined us in the chat. Welcome in, Carlo. Nice to see you tonight. Thank you so much for the nine month resub. Holy cow! Thank you so much. Welcome in. Good to see you, um, Kevin. Now to you. Um, anything you want to add as far as the NFL action last weekend? France is looking strong. I think they're going to beat Argentina. That's all I got. You know I what? I lost on Morocco today. I like I, oh, I, I had Morocco scoring one goal, and I'm like, that was dis that was such a disappointment. It's like so you can't score one. I goal. did a World Cup pool. Uh, of course you did. I somehow got on the mailing list of this guy that does even more pools than me. Like literally, like every day, there's an email going out about different pools. <laughs> so I I joined. It was like fifty bucks. I was like, whatever. I'll just join a World Cup pool. So there's like three parts to it. There's the overall tournament. You get points for the uh, pool play and then the knockout round. And then there's a separate prize for best in the knockout round and best in pool play. Well, if Argentina wins, I'm pretty sure that I have the best knockout round like entry and I'd win like almost $1,500. What? Uh, so now I want Argentina to win. Right. So yeah, okay. I think I need to hedge somehow on France yeah. on this, this last game. I think I might bet them like plus a half a goal or something. So even if it's like tied after 90 minutes, the extra time or whatever, I could still, I could, like I almost win both. And then Argentina could win like an extra time or penalty kicks or whatever. So yeah, I am psyched. And like, literally I only did like a couple hours of research before the tournament started. And my key to this, um, I had Morocco in the final four and that like uh, bumped up my bracket so wow. um i am very excited so i'm i'm, I'm definitely gonna hedge something yeah there was like 200 people in this thing wow so, holy shit yes. john great job out of you that's insane i mean wow i, I so where did my, you get that where did you get the inspiration to do morocco though that's an incredible that's an incredible again call. like hell if i don't know anything about morocco <laughs> soccer i know nothing um <laughs> So yeah, I read some articles, I listened to some podcasts, and these guys were like, Morocco is good. Like they could win this group, they could advance. And I'm and once I watched them, I watched I watched them play. I'm like, yeah, this team's pretty good. So when I did my knockout round picks, I'm like, sure, Morocco to the final four, why not? See what happens. And you gotta take a chance when you're in playing against two hundred people. So yeah. that was like my John my John's a big, big Casablanca fan. <laughs> Today was a Casablanca game. I took I bet Morocco just because of the goddamn fucking movie. It was like the 80th year anniversary. Well, no, maybe not 80. I could. Victor Laszlo. That one up, but it's close though. It's probably 75 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's an amazing. Movie. I think it is 80. I think it came out in 42. Eddie. Yeah. Punch it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's around there. Yeah. So, um, so if you've not seen Casablanca, I mean, you have to. It's it's a great movie. Great movie. Um. But no, that's great. That's great. Um, so now, Kevin, did we get your recap? Or did we? Did we? Did you don't want my recap. That's it. <laughs> that is my recap. My only recap to, uh, in the World Cup thing is we have, I don't know, in my that's where I work, good. Where I'll take there's it. like forty or fifty, you know, people who, who work with us, and most of them are from all over the world. Yeah. And the most annoying ones are from Morocco. So I, I'm like, every time they they keep winning, I'm like, so there's like productivity is just halted finally they lose today but we've yep. got like our we have a lot of west african guys who are like uh ghana ivory coast guys and mm -hmm. i'm asking them like so who are you rooting for now i'm like 
They're like, we're rooting for France. I'm like, why are you rooting for France? And he's like, well, they have the most African guys on it. I'm like, well, what about Morocco? And they're like, that's not Africa. And I'm like, well, you read like USA Today or any of these dumb papers in, in the US and they're making it out like Africa, the whole continent is rallying around Morocco. And they're like, no, it's not. That's not that's not Africa. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I learned something there. Well, I mean, it's really close to Spain, right? Like it's kind of close to Egypt and Spain. So it's kind of, yeah, there's something to that, I think. It's really way up there. So maybe you're, maybe there's there's something to kinda that. Kind of like how we, I guess, like think Florida is not really part of the country. <laughs> Okay. I, mean, I won't go i won't go there but i hear you i know you're i know what you're saying i know what you're saying um all right so let's uh then we are then looking at this week's action i don't have the graphic this week so i'll just tell you what the games are um so some interesting divisional matchups we have to this week actually we got the ravens and the browns like that's that's pretty good um what i can do for you is i can just show you the 506 sports map so give me just a second we'll get that up um so here's what what it's looking like for everybody. Um, oh wow, yeah, starting picture what? right there. But, uh, but <laughs> Dave sharing his screen, it's very dicey, very dicey situation. Um, so we have um, and for CBS, you have a double. CBS has a double header. Um, Detroit, New, Detroit, and the Jets. Now our friend, coach from Denver, my longtime friend, go back many many years. He was complaining about them about Kansas City getting so much coverage. Now, the thing about it is the blue indicates they're getting the second most amount of viewers covered. So just because it's taking this huge landmass doesn't mean it's gonna go out to that many people. So that's the one thing to keep in mind. Like there's more population density in the red areas than there are in the blue areas. That makes sense. But the fact remains, like, why is it even going out to that many people? I think is the question. Because Houston's garbage. Like we know that they had a great game against the, the Cowboys. So that was good. That was, you know, a positive mark, but yeah, I kind of agree. I don't really see them. I don't know why that's a, that's a big deal, but that's what's going on early in CBS. Um, Detroit Jets could be very sneaky good though, fellas. Like, oh, it's be... more than sneaky good. Yeah, it's, it's got some juice, got some juice. So in the late window, we have Tampa, Cincinnati and Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay is looking pretty done at this point. And then Tennessee at the Chargers. There's some, maybe some temptation on my end to go. That's a great game. Yeah. There's real juice. They're, 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 yes. you know, I think Tennessee's a live dog in there, Andy, don't you? Uh, we'll let, get, you know, run your show. <laughs> all right, we'll get to it. Okay, right, right, right. we'll set it up. So, and then Fox with a single header. You've got maybe Dallas and Jack. College again? What is this? No, no, we're, this is, we're, we're, we're doing the NFL. We're doing the NFL. Okay, this is this week's action. But um, Dallas and Jacksonville, uh, Philadelphia, Chicago, which also could be a sneaky good game. I feel like that could be a good matchup. That could be a great. It could come down to the last possession. Honestly, I still I have to check and see what the the health of Josh of Justin Fields is right now. But if he is healthy, that could be a good game. I think people are sleeping on Chicago here. But um, and then you've got the. Pretty big. It's a huge game for the AFC for the playoff scenarios. Like the Patriots at the at the Raiders. That's the big one. And then uh, Cardinals at the Broncos are also in the late window. Sunday night is going to be. Oh, we have three games on Saturday. That's right. Because you have the we met and then um, we have uh, Indy Minnesota, which uh, Andy got into a little bit. Um, I think Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, so that one. Baltimore or Fish at Buffalo. I mean. Yeah. 
which you know i saw the the weather we got, got some text about that not a good spot for the dolphins gotta be honest we'll see so that's, that's a triple header on saturday for the nfl on thursday we talked about it a little bit the uh we've got san francisco at seattle um, which is always a great rivalry. So we'll see what happens. And so get to to cut, let's get to let's go to John first, and let's get your thoughts on this week's action. Um, a lot of Saturday games this week, which is really really fun. Always a fun time. Saturday, so much on Saturday. Yeah, what a great day on Saturday. I was just going to say that you have your triple header of NFL games. You have seven bowl games. I am including the Celebration Bowl because it's on ABC. Like it will be back. So it's a mania pick too. Yeah, absolutely. So bowl man, and bowl you've got media, Dion. Like, isn't Dion going to coach that game? You think? Yeah, what? he is. Yeah, before he heads off to Boulder. So oh, that's going to be great. Um, yeah, so that that is in the mix. Uh, you have a full schedule of college basketball. I mean, what a great day for for sports action. And of course, like I have a holiday family party from like one to five. So that, that's gonna be <laughs> a real fun time. Uh, <laughs> my phone the whole, whole time checking scores. Oh, what you say? Oh, hey, what's what's up? Yeah, um, but. Yeah, what a great day of sports. Um, I agree. Like, Minnesota, I, minus four against the dead Colts. Like, they should win that game by a touchdown. I mean, I, I can't see. I, if Minnesota loses to the Colts, like, keep banish them from the playoffs. Like, give, give the Lions the, the division, like, retroactively because that's just that's just complete disgrace if Minnesota loses to the Colts. Um, we got to see the status of um, Tyler Huntley, if he's going to play or if – I think Lamar Jackson's probably still going to be out. So Huntley is what you got to watch out for. Uh, he's playing um, against the Browns, who are a small favorite. If Huntley plays, I, I mean, I'd take the Ravens again, plus three. Like, why are the Browns favored? Like, that's another line that doesn't make sense. But to me, like, it, it makes sense because it because it's wrong, not because it's right. Um, I would go with Baltimore in that scenario. And then, um, yeah, the weather might not be a good thing there for Miami, especially the way their offenses look. So, yeah, that's a great triple header. Um, and then Sunday, yeah, we already talked about the Lions and the Jets. Huge game for both teams in terms of the, the wild card situation. I don't know. I mean, you feel like the Lions outdoors, they're not going to be as effective with their offense. Um, Jets defense is really good. White has definitely shown you something more so than Wilson. Jets at home about a, a pick on That's probably where I would lean in this game. But, man – that that's a tough one. Um, we have uh, Marcus Mariota, I guess, was benched or hurt, so Desmond Ritter's making his first career start against the Saints. Who the hell knows with that game? I mean, I'm not hit, don't touch that one with the ten foot pole. But it's just interesting to note. We'll see how Ritter looks. Um, the Patriots stay on the West Coast to play the Raiders. So again, another huge coaching mismatch. Although, you know, McDaniel's worked with Bill for what, like almost fifteen years, so. They both know each other's tendencies, so that, that's going to be an inter- interesting uh, chess battle to see who kind of comes out on top or who, who's like one step ahead of the other. Um, the sad game of the week is Arizona and Denver. Oh, my God. I know. I feel bad for people stuck watching that game. Jeez, that is that is rough. Um, yeah, that, there's really no reason why that should be played. Um, yeah, Tennessee and L.A., another huge playoff game for the wild card. Uh, situation I don't know like this is this is a hard one to predict because like my gut instinct is like yeah like the Chargers are playing much better Tennessee's like in disarray so you know the Chargers are going to roll them but this like this is the exact game where Tennessee like shows up and, and just like puts together a good game so 
I don't know. This might be a good teaser game. Like if you do teasers, like put Tennessee like plus eight and a half in a teaser. Like I don't see how that's going to lose. I think the Chargers at most will win by like a touchdown. So I think Tennessee plus eight and a half in a teaser might be the way to go. But I don't know if I can bet like Chargers minus two and a half in this or plus two because the Titans, I get it's just the, how that how they do things, how the Chargers do things. Like they could be completely reversed from the, from the prior week. I have, I have to think about this one, but I feel confident in saying Tennessee in a teaser is. It's kind of where things are at. Um, and then, yeah, who, who wants to bet the Bucks right now? I don't care that the Bengals are a road favorite. Give me the, give me the Bengals, minus three, three and a half, whatever. Um, Bucks are done. I mean, they, they still might win the division, but they, they're not doing anything. It's just a complete disaster for them. Um, I'll save my thoughts on Sunday night. And then, yeah, the Packers are back in action. Did not play last week, by week. They get the Baker Mayfield-led Rams – I don't know. Green Bay gave him seven. I mean, I think they can beat the Rams by a touchdown, but I get, you know, hey, there's your teaser right there. Packers minus one, Titans plus eight and a half. Throw another team in there that you liked. Uh, I don't know. Just looking at this. Maybe Throw Seahawks. Like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh plus eight and a half or plus nine against Carolina. There's your three team teaser for the week. <sighs> I don't know. I might go the other way. <laughs> no, but you should never tease a zero. So I guess you're right. So I that's guess what that's, I'm saying. Yeah, you don't tease. Yeah, never tease. Never tease cross tease zero. Pittsburgh yeah. up to nine. Okay. You yeah. Think the Panthers can beat the Steelers by ten points. You're crazy, Dave. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Especially coming off that win. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Tends to. Yep. I like it. Cool. Yeah, that's a great idea for a teaser. I was gonna say like, what were you gonna do for the other end of the teaser? But that's actually it. I was like, because you could tease the over in the Charger game. And I think like that's because then it's 41 and a half. Like, I feel like that has a chance. I could, I could, I could go too, but we'll see. All right, Andy, let's get your, let's get your crack at this week's slate. What do you have to say about this week's action? I forget. No, I, 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 I know what it does. <laughs> so yeah, tomorrow, like, I mean, we could do a show. We could do an entire show on the ramp on, on the, we can do an entire show on the yachts titans game but we won't we'll talk about it for 30 seconds but like tomorrow i already I'm, I'm i'm gonna take the seahawks like a fool plus three and a half um you know how weird the seahawks season is or you could say this classic seahawks they're oh and four against the nfc south that shitty division the seahawks lost to all of those teams seven and six seahawks are 0-4 against the NFC South. That's crazy. That's why they're 7-6. and six. But um, <laughs> yeah. that Saturday, I mean, gosh, I don't really have much of a life, but Saturday I do have – Saturday night, they're like – I have a Christmas party, and I'm like, oh, that Dolphin-Bills game is going to be so good. Y'all better have – they better have the NFL Network – you better have the NFL network. It's my friend's wife's like I don't know. It's it's a it's a Christmas party. They they better have the NFL network. We're all going we'll, on this. Like, like we'll figure it out. Or uh, I'll just be rude. I'll just be rude. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have nothing interesting to uh, offer at the Christmas party. But anyway, we'll see. It's one of those white elephants, secret Santa things, booze, eggnog, all that stuff. But um 
yeah, it's a good Saturday slate. Enjoy the Saturday slate because that Chris, I'll talk about the Christmas slate later, maybe on final thoughts, but uh, it's a, it's a pretty good triple header on Saturday when you throw in the college basketball and the bowls. I mean, it is just, it is holiday season at its fucking finest. And then um, the, your traditional NFL Sunday, there are obviously some really good games. They have Detroit, New York Jets. I mean, I said this last week. Like, I, I had bets on the Lions, Jaguars, and Browns. And I'm like, what is wrong? With, look at these teams. Like, I mean, the team names. Like, are you are you all right? Everything under control under the, in that brain of yours? You're betting the Lions, <laughs> Jaguars. Like, these teams traditionally that are completely out of it by December and we're, we're betting – heavy units on them, but um, yeah, the Lions Jets, take it, you know, pay attention to the weather uh, because yeah, the, the Lions obviously won't be the same when they're not playing in a, uh, you know, benign zero wind, perfect weather track, you know, a track for a field scenario. It'll be a little tougher for that offense to click. Rewinding Buffalo, Miami, we called it. We call. I think this whole program called it. Like Miami was going to have rubber meet road in December with that schedule. You know, back to back games on the West Coast against pretty good teams, and then the short week because they flexed the Saturday game. You know, they really could have played Miami Buffalo on Sunday night to give Miami like a somewhat of a fighting chance. Instead, they have to take that red eye Sunday night after the yachts game and then they short week to play Saturday night in Buffalo, you know, the team in South Florida is playing the game at a, at night in Buffalo, 20 degrees, windy, maybe some snow. And, uh, Peter King, the fucking gas bag. He is was like, Miami's gonna, they want to prove that these last two weeks wasn't really them. Like, well, that's, that's great. That's a, I want to prove that I can, <laughs> I want to prove that I'm I'm not just like this clown, but what, what I am, what I am. So Miami, they are who they are, and they're playing in a cold environment. And Tua doesn't have the best arm in the world, and those receivers aren't as efficient when the the, the weather isn't perfect. And Buffalo's, I know Buffalo hasn't really been clicking on all cylinders as of late, but that's a tough task for. For Miami, I think Miami is going to be eight and six. I think that Miami Jet game, uh, I think it might be the last week of the season, is going to be, you know, for all the marbles. Not to sound like Mike in the AFC, you got four for two. You got four teams for two spots uh, Yachts, uh, Miami, New England, and uh, Yachts, Miami, Jets, and throwing, throwing one of the other teams. I forget. Maybe anywhere between, you know, that Tennessee Jacksonville race. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that Miami Miami's starting to kind of free fall a little bit. And then uh Bengals Tampa. Nance get Nance and Rome will get another Tampa game this year. Um I, I probably agree with John, unless the fix is totally in like it might have been against the Saints that a couple Mondays ago and they and they do something fishy. I and that that Tampa defense, I get it. It's still pretty good and Burrow could get sacked eight times, but I'm done to my head. I'm, I'm taking Burrow. I'm taking, Ch- I'm taking that Bengal offense over that decrepit 
you know, Tampa's broken. Tampa is absolutely broken. Oh, Denver's ultimately broken, but you know, Tampa's not too far behind at this point. There's a lot of broken teams in the NFL, just broken emotionally, physically, everything. Yep. Um, the Rams are broken, Dave. We oh, yeah. kind of all call that too. They they mortgage their future for that Super Bowl. Absolutely. And there's a, that all that innuendo of McVay and Stafford leaving. Like, yeah, I mean, surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah, there there's some juice. Uh, John, John nailed that Vikings better take care of business against the Colts. Um, Browns, that, that Browns, uh, that Browns game can be kind of pesky. Um, pop it up, Victor. Oh, sure. Uh, right over here. Do over here or is it the next one? Aha. Uh-huh. Browns are Saturday, I think. Yeah, there you go. They're not on the map because it's on Saturday game, but yeah. So Browns, like, Deshaun's like he's only gonna get more. He's a he's a horrible person. Don't get me wrong, but he's only he's only getting better, right? So the the Browns can be kind of a sleeper, and you know it's weird right now. I think the Ravens have the division over the Bengals, so that could change though with this whole Lamar injury. Kind of like deja vu last year, where the Ravens were couldn't were unstoppable, and then Lamar got hurt at the end of the season, but. uh I think the Browns might win that game on Saturday, but but we'll see. And then uh, one one other game I was gonna mention, yeah, the yachts, the yachts Titans game. I mean, if that game's ten nine, would it surprise you? No. If that game's thirty eight thirty five, would it surprise you? No. If that game was thirty to seven, would it surprise you? If that game was thirty to seven, the other team would it surprise? No, because you just don't know what's gonna go on. Like you want to, you that game is is just crazy. Like. The 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 Yachts' weakest link was obviously defending the run, and obviously uh, the best thing the Titans usually do is run the ball. But uh, Derrick Henry has not been Derrick Henry for like three games in a row. So, goodness gracious, like you have to bet that game. I mean, you don't have to bet at all, but you have to bet that game just for like it's the same. Like you have to watch the Bron- you have to watch the Denver Broncos because of like their ineptness could be studied like not just in sports but like outside sports like this is what disarray looks like at a, at a <laughs> peak level the yep. 2022 denver broncos is peak disarray <laughs> and with the chargers like you just never know what you're gonna get with the chargers you know it's like a it's like a starburst with a question mark you, you just don't know what flavor you're gonna get and uh but i want i'd rather see the chargers in the playoffs than a stale new england patriots team and I think a lot of people would. I I know the Patriots are quote unquote loitering, but I'm not uh, like Mac. Not to sound like Cap, but I'm I I do not like Mac Jones. And I could you could funhouse me next year if he takes a step forward, but he's taken a step backwards from his rookie year. Bailey Zappy me. I'm I'm not a Mac Jones fan. Oh, you're not alone. Not a Mac Jones fan. Interesting. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's pretty. Yeah, I was. I was wondering if you had any more, but I. I that's that's cool. Like, we're we're good with that. Um. Thanks, Andy. Really, really, really good comprehensive recap. All right, Kev. Let's go back to you. Anything you want to add? The refs in the Bulls Knicks game are worthless. <laughs> Do you have something on that? Or... I have Knicks plus Knicks plus four and a half. Oh wow! No overtime here. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 You get that. You get that shit on right now. Actually, <laughs> cool beans. All right, Kev. Well, that's fine. Let's uh, roll with it then. We got our picks then for the NFL. So, 
Um, let's see. We had John with a very nice three and one last week, so we'll give you the first honors. Uh, we'll give you the honors in the tee box, John. Ready for your picks when you are. Hi, Dave. I kind of hinted it when I called you crazy, but I'm taking the Steelers plus three against the Panthers. Ah. I mean, doesn't doesn't matter to me whether it's Pickett or it's um, mm-hmm. Trubisky. I mean, Trubisky did have some interceptions against Baltimore, but I mean that's what you that's what you're gonna get with him sometimes. Um, I, I just don't see why this Carolina team should be favored by three points. Like, I, I I get it. Yes, they just won at Seattle. I understand that, but that Seattle defense, especially their run defense, is very bad. The Steelers' run defense is quite the opposite of that. Um, I don't think they're gonna be able to move the ball. That's how the Carolina wants to to win the game is like set up their run and then just kind of do the play action off of that. And the Steelers are going to shut down their running game, and then they're going to unleash Watt on um, Darnold, and it's going to be a tough scene. I think this is going to be plays out very similar to like the Falcons uh, Steelers game from earlier in the month. It's just kind of a low scoring, grinded out game, and um, you know Pittsburgh could win sixteen to thirteen or seventeen to fourteen or something like that. And um, I'm going to take the Steelers plus three. I think it's just a little bit of an overreaction from um, the, the Panthers win, and uh, we're just going to. You know, I, I was happy to see it go up to three today. So that's, that's where we go for our first pick. And our second pick, I think I'm going to do it every week, but I'm going to keep fading the commanders. Like, why are they favored by over a field goal? I know the Giants are, it's been rough for them lately, but these two teams just played to a 2020 tie last month. Like, what leads you <laughs> to believe, true. like, the, the commanders are going to get any kind of margin in this game? So give me the Giants plus four and a half. This is a huge game for both teams. You know, a second division matchup. It's usually lower scoring, um, you know, late in the year. And you're getting four and a half points. Like, again, like this could be decided on the last possession. Like both teams, you know, tied at like 20 points. And whoever has the ball last could get the get a field goal to win. Um, I also like to back teams sometimes coming off of like huge, embarrassing, like 30 point plus losses. Um, you know, historically, there's a trend that says those are usually good bets the following week because obviously... You know, you get some variance in like the perception and like you, you buy a team kind of low. And I, I just think this is too many points. So um, give me the Giants plus four and a half and give me the Steelers plus three uh, dogs for week 15 in the NFL. I think you're on mute. I don't know. We can't we can't hear you. Oh, sorry. I meant to say, um, yeah, when it comes to divisional matchups, um, you know, underdogs are the way to go. And the commanders have proven zero to think that they do that, play that any differently. So good luck, John. Hopefully I didn't mush it or anything, but uh, we'll see what happens. Not as sure about the Jaguars game, but you never know. I mean, but you, you're probably, but I th- I like what you're saying. Well, I like where your head Panthers, was at. Panthers, Panthers, What did I say? Oh, why did I write Jaguars? Whoops. Panthers, Panthers. Thank you. Um, the Panthers who just won that. Uh, yeah, right. Sorry. I wrote that down wrong. Sorry. Okay. Um. It looks to me that Kevin is next on our queue. So, Kevin, let's get to your picks. And when you're ready, we're ready for you. That's amazing. I'm, I get the. I usually always get to pick last. Yeah. Went three and one. Ooh. Great job out of you. Ooh. All right. Well, so I can't use any of these guys. Well, I could use John's little knowledge, which helped me a little bit on that one. I'm taking the Cowboys, Dave. I think mm. that's four. And I am also taking the Bengals. 
I have no reason for this, as my viewing has dropped off a cliff. Um, and I think Andy's going to get overtime in this next Bears game. You guys don't need me to do uh, break down these games. I'm just trying to get out of the cellar. I got I got Ron on my sights, and then I got Andy in a couple weeks. Best shot you can do. Fucking. I think I think Andy's uh, video is a little ahead of ours. Oh my god, that is pretty awful. <laughs> who's, who's thirty? Why call timeouts? So who's number thirty? Because That's Randall. Because Brad, I, I Brad wanted him winning the MVP two years ago. I was, watch, I, I was watching the little, you know, Thibodeau drawing the play, and he's looking at it like, huh? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Dave. So Bengals for me and Cowboys. Okay, I I think solid plays both ways. You got the Bengals giving three and a half at the Buccaneers. Um, good luck, Jake. Have very very good, good stuff. So next, we're gonna go to Andy in Seattle. Um, Andy, we're ready. For, oh, uh, we're ready for your picks when you are. Ugh, I was, I, why am I watching this? And I, <laughs> Dave, I, I took your Lakers. I took your Lakers last night. I was emotional wreck. I hear you. Celtics were up twenty. Then the Lakers are up thirty. Just ugh, ugh. But um, let's focus on the picks this week. Um, game number one. I was going to take the Jags, but I, I i mean, I will take the Jags, but I'm not going to take them for the pick because Kevin took the Cowboys and I'm just karma mojo, whatever you want to call it. But I'm not going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to take um, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills giving seven at home against Miami. I like I like Miami. Um, like I like the codes. Like I'm, I'm not a Tua hater, but I'm not dumb enough. I am dumb, but I, I can concede he's got, he's got flaws. His arm's not very strong, and he's not. He's still not 100%. I think he's still got some lingering effects from this. What's that noise? Reverb. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just a. It's literally not, you know, a pun or whatever. It's, they are they are fish out of water in Buffalo. And uh, I think Buffalo's going to, you know, if Buffalo scores a touchdown right away in that in that building with that crowd, with the crazy Buffalo people uh, at night in the cold, I don't think it's going to be that cold, but it's, gonna, it's supposed to be really windy. And it might be snowy. It's just a bad mix for for Miami and uh, Buffalo, they really haven't been peak Buffalo. Arguably, always going back to that Sunday night game against Green Bay, like four, five, six weeks ago. Um, Eddie's gonna have to tell me the last time they covered a game, but um, but I'm taking them to cover Saturday night against the Fish. So give me the Bills minus seven, game number one, and game number two, I will wear the homer goggles i will be waving the pom-poms i just said how annoying they are to watch but i will take the new england patriots giving one in las vegas over the vegas raiders this is more of an anti-derek carr anti-josh mcdaniels pick than it is a i love new england pick even though i am a patriot fan uh listen the, the spread's only one i don't like mac jones but they sh- hopefully, even if Stevenson isn't 100%, hopefully they can have enough of Damian Harris, enough of Kevin Harris, enough of 
the other guy that played in the the MAC conference last last year enough running game to allow Mac Jones to do a little bit of play action. Um, yeah, because Mac Jones, off they are an offensively challenged team, but I just feel like the Raiders find ways to lose games. So even if they're playing a team that their offense is from hunger, the Raiders will eventually do something stupid like they did against the, the Rams, like unsportsmanlike penalties, like maybe uh, punting like a clown, maybe kicking uh, kickoffs out of bounds, wasting timeouts, using challenges, they sh- you know, stuff like that. And uh, Bill obviously is going to have the team motivated. They, they're practicing in Arizona this week. They'll be ready to go, and the NFL wants New England at eight and six, so they can say that they're in the hunt, and they do have a tough schedule. They got um, Miami again, and they got Buffalo again. Um, so if they take care of business against the Raiders, they'll be eight and six and loitering for one of those last playoff spots in the AFC. Game number two, New England minus one. All right, Andy. Good luck. Thank you so much for those picks as well. That gives us now. That brings us now to the to the final two picks on the board, which are mine and Ron's. We'll go to Ron's first. Uh, here's what Ron has for for week 15 in the NFL. Let's see what we got. Okay, Ron's first pick out of the box. He's gonna start with a Saturday game. He's gonna go with the Vikings. We've talked about this game giving four and a half against the Colts. Um, I mean, what else can you say? I mean, this is a must-win for the Vikings. They they should take care of business. They have no excuses here. The Colts look dead. I completely agree with everybody else. That's game number one. Game number two. Ron is going to go head-to-head with Kevin's pick. And I think nice. it's... Yeah, so he's going to take the Jaguars getting four... Now, he has four and a half. So I'm going to... I would either... I have to settle that some way. Um... Uh, Not with an arm wrestle, please, because there's no chance I'm going to do that. Right <laughs> uh, well, since you were on the show, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to neutralize him to four. So we're going to go Jaguars getting four against the Cowboys uh, for Ron in New Jersey. So there it is. The picks for Ron in New Jersey in week 15 of the I NFL. Dave's tiebreakers. <laughs> it's very arbitrary, I got to say. Whoever I can see at the moment. <laughs> All right, let's stay, with, uh, let's stay with it and I'll give you my picks for the week. So game number one, I'm writing the, I'm, I'm going to go, I don't, it's not Andy's podcast pick, but I am going to agree with him with Seahawks and I'm going to take them getting three and a half against the 49ers. I mean, the division rivalry is definitely going to be a factor here. Um, and usually when you lose a game, when you lose a bad game, like they did against the Panthers, you usually bounce back stronger the next week. If you have a decent offense, they do. Um, I think the only thing I'm a little concerned about is what is Kenneth Walker Walker's health right now? I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't done my research, but Gino is not Gino without a run game. Yeah. So something we're I not- saw he's lying to play, but don't don't quote me on it because you know this, this stuff can change. But the report I saw was was showing that he's he's probably going to play, so that would definitely help them. Definitely. Okay. Good to know. Thanks for thanks for the intel, John. All right. So so assuming that's in place. We will be we, we feel pretty good about the Seahawks getting three and a half versus the 49ers in Seattle. Game number one. Game number two. I'm riding Andy's I'm going to check her with Andy's pick of Bills giving seven versus the Dolphins. 
This is not a historically good spot for the Dolphins at all. And then, as Danny mentioned, there probably are lingering concussion symptoms going with Tua. I don't think there's anything that really suggests differently. He's looked weird. He's just, he just hasn't been himself in the last three weeks. So my pick Seahawks getting three and a half and Bills giving seven. And, um, and both of those games are before Sunday uh, for week 15. You know, Tua was three for 17 at one point on Sunday. Oh, that man. That is crazy. That is cr- like that is so crazy yeah. in an NFL game and at that level to be three for 17. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's, yeah, something you'd see from like, you know, the Wyoming backup quarterback like on a Saturday <laughs> night. Like, yeah, you look at the stats mm-hmm. after the game. Oh, he's six for 21 for 90 yards. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. But an NFL quarterback, like it's almost incomprehensible to be three for 17 in the NFL. Crazy, 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 crazy. So we'll see how that carries over into Buffalo um, um, on Saturday. So now, folks, let's go ahead and bring it, bring ourselves into the college bowl season. What a great time. John has the pool set up and uh, we and a lot. And at least I can speak for myself. I'm in the mix for that. It'll be a great. We're picking games straight up. It's going to be really great. Um, and the Bulls themselves, there are many. And I think a lot of them are going to be sneaky good, folks. So let's go take a look at the Bulls season. Here's what we got. Um, and that's Friday's always always brings a smile to to my face. I'm sure it does to you as well. And it's really cool to see our friends, our, 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 our team, UTSA, in the mix early on against Troy. That's going to be a good spot. That's a great game. Oh, yes. Frank Harris is coming back next year. Yeah, that's that's a really good game. Like one of the best games of the bowl season, honestly. Because I don't think any players are like opting out. There's no coaching, you know, no coaches leaving for either side, and they both won their conference championships. The top 25 matchup, like that, is just a fantastic game. Absolutely, yeah, I I completely agree with all that. So that's the that is the Cure Bowl I, coming up at. I uh, saw one of those like you know the the must watch like you know articles like 43, and that was like number four. I'll miss all of all of the, like you know, to watch that game. So that's cool. I pray. What is this? What is this pool you're doing, John? So you pick each game straight up. So there's no spreads, but oh. the trick is you have to rank your confidence level. So you rank them one to forty-three, and then you get the corresponding points if you get the right pick. So if you oh. pick your team forty-three and you win, you get forty-three points. But if you lose, you get obviously you get zero. So there's a lot of strategy involved. Um, you can change the, the, your pick and the points up to the start of each game um, to a point level that you haven't used yet. So there's a lot of strategy to see, like, you know, what everybody else has left. And, you know, is, all is, is Andy in this like, pool? Again. Oh, yeah, Andy and Dave. I was say, this, this sounds like something right up his alley. Love it. John, how did you clock in how much UConn is it? getting 12? No, I did not. I, I can't bet on UConn in, uh, in the State, so unfortunately, but oh, I would have right. locked in on that, yes, for sure, because that line's going in the other direction at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question, Kev, uh, the the uh, my understanding is twenty five for twenty five, twenty five is my is what I, what I understand. Yeah, twenty five bucks. So hey, anybody on Twitch too wants to get in? If, if, if you want merrier. my twenty five, if you want my twenty five bucks, I'd love to do it. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Do Kev, I, I think I, I have your email, or you do you have what do you, how you do it? Yeah, I can. I have your email from the other stuff. I can forward you the link when we get oh, off. Oh, perfect, here. sweet. Yeah, it's on ESPN, like you know, one of the their formats they set up. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's perfect because I still got to wait. We got, <clears throat> but good news, Andy. The uh, the fo- our good buddies at the Win Resort have got the first online license in Massachusetts. 
You're cl- one step closer. <laughs> We're getting there. March Madness, baby. Uh, John, permission to use your users, your Twitter handle on on the in the Twitch chat, just in case other people want to join. Yeah, go for it. Cool. They can okay. DM me. Oh, Captain DM me. Okay, cool. So, so there it is. Uh, John W eight seven eight eight. If you want to join the NCAA bowl pool, the more the merrier. I would say, as far as this that scenario. Um, so there you go. Um, uh, but thanks, John. Yeah, that's great. So let's continue our re rundown. Um, so Saturday is another big game, another big day, as you mentioned, John. Like there are seven. I think I, I think they, I don't think the celebration bowls in this, but it 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 should be because. Uh, so if you count that, then that's seven bowls on Saturday. Really incredible stuff, and and some pretty interesting matchups. You know, Florida, Oregon State. Um, you have any other good ones in that? Well, I guess that was the bigger one, but um. We'll continue. Let's see. You mentioned UConn. John, UConn Huskies pump it up is in the is in a bowl. That's great. Uh, they're in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Good. Cause it's kind of fitting. It's kind of it kind of lines up with John though. Like you got the golf scenario. That's pretty cool. So, um, uh, sorry they couldn't be closer to you. I know you mentioned that on our last podcast. So it doesn't matter about that. But honestly, I could have gone. Like it would have been. There's really cheap flights. Mm-hmm. It's probably like ninety dollars flights from work where I live direct to Myrtle beach. Like it's really cheap, but it could, it was a scenario where I, I like go there the day of the game, go to the game and then come home. Like that's not fun to me at all. Like Got I would have wanted to stay two to three days in Myrtle beach and I, I couldn't do that. So gotcha. Just have a watch party here. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Good times. Get some nachos. It'd be a good time. Uh, so then you continue into Tuesday and you have East EMU versus San Jose state. I, I will have thoughts on that game. And, uh, I, well, no, actually, I'll have some thoughts. I'll definitely have thoughts on the second game, Liberty Toledo. And then uh, Western Kentucky, South Alabama on, on Wednesday. Then you start getting some of the top, start, start of the power, some of the power five in the mix. You got Baylor Air Force uh, in the Armed Forces Bowl. And uh, just a bunch of bunch of interesting bowls here. Middle Tennessee versus San Diego State. San Diego State had a good year. That's in the Hawaii Bowl. I'm trying to look ahead here. Is there anything else we should look at here? I'll let y'all think about that. Uh, I mean, you do have a lot of these bowls that you don't want to see in your backyard. Wisconsin, Oklahoma State. Uh, I don't know. I mean, definitely Wisconsin. I mean, Oakley, Oakley State's always interesting, you know? No, I don't. They don't. Neither of those schools have quarterbacks, I don't think. Oh, you know, no. Mertz is transferring out, and so is uh, Sanders. So that's oh. like, who the hell knows on that game? Same thing. I we, I know we went by the by already in your chronological order, but how the hell do you pick Louisville and Cincinnati? Right. I mean, both coaches gone. Mm-hmm. Both, uh, I think Cunningham is gone for uh, Louisville. But what's interesting is Satterfield, he basically goes down the sidelines of this game because he goes from Louisville to Cincinnati. So maybe Louisville has a little extra motivation to beat their former coach. I mean, who that, that's going to be a low pick in bowl, bowl mania. I'll tell you that much right now. Who the hell knows yeah. for that matchup? There's some. There are going to be some tough calls in this in this bowl in this bowl season, um, and so the, we move into the weekend of uh, of the Christmas weekend, and so we have New Mexico State Bowling Green. There's a game I don't think a lot that's the sheer game for a lot of people, but I wouldn't be for me necessarily. I mean, I, we could get some value out of that. We'll see. And then um, moving ahead, oh yeah, that the feel good story of the of the early season, Kansas is going to play at Arkansas. In the Liberty Bowl, you have UCF at Duke in the Military Bowl, and then Oregon, North Carolina in the in the Holiday Bowl, which is at Petco Park now. Um, very interesting scenario. 
Um, then you've got you got the big you got the big names. You got Texas, Washington, Oklahoma, and Florida State. The cheat oh the cheesy pool's got some star power this year. That's Dude, just... there's two bowls named. Yeah, the you, you has the, two one, bowls. The, the citrus bowl is the cheese it bowl, and then uh, there's two cheese it bowls, both in Orlando. What? I had no idea they were doing that. I well. didn't know they had two of them. You know what's a fun game is look at some of the bowl sponsors and then say like what did they do? And I bet like you have you could you couldn't guess like a thousand tries for some of well, them. Well, I know Francesca's favorite is the Duke's Mayo Bowl, whatever that yeah, is. Well, of course. <laughs> well, that's got to that's be it. It's whoever gets the mayo dumped on them, the coach, at the end of the game. That's what we're all watching for. Yeah. The last year they did it, they actually did it. After the first year, they, oh, they chickened out. Yeah, I forget. Who, it might have been uh, South Carolina one. That's right, because they beat uh, North Carolina. They, Mac Brown completely oh, show up. Bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Shane Beamer took a bucket of mayo to the – to the head. Oh, that's right. At the end of the game, uh, that so. kid would have to have transferred. That's yeah. that's gross. Not yeah, the coach, was, but but still, but you know, <laughs> but, but still. Uh, well, Dave, when are you going to sponsor one of these games? I mean, Jimmy I know. In on this, I on mean, one look, now. if the freaking Barstool Sports can sponsor a bowl, why can't the Sandwich Show sponsor a bowl? Like it's I, kind of ridiculous. Um, I mean, you could probably get what's his name, the pontoon boat guy. He could probably. <laughs> um, you need like I think you need like five hundred like cheap ones. As some of these matchups are wild to me. Notre Dame and North Carolina. I mean, you have well, Pitt UCLA. I couldn't tell you who went. I mean, I think UCLA should win that game. That's the Sun Bowl. Pitt UCLA was a Sun Bowl a few like ten years ago. I think the final score was like six three. <laughs> it's it a Sun Bowl this year too, right? That's the Sun Bowl. Pitt yeah. UCLA. Mm-hmm. That's the Sun Bowl. UCLA is oh in there goodness. against Pitt, Pitt. so um, Tony, really check Tony the-, the Tiger, John. Tony the Tiger, Sun Bowl. Uh, check the weather the day of that game. That's crucial. That will dictate. Some of these logos look like I, my one year old made them. God, these are. Yeah. I love the Sun Bowl because it's so old. It still gets res- It's such <laughs> an old game. I love the Sun Bowl. You're right. Been Same around. thing with the um, the Independence Bowl. It's like it's like you know forty or fifty years old. But don't you dare like speak bad of it to Tim Brando. He will like lose his shit. Speak <laughs> bad of the Independence Bowl or like Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> Is that the one that had Louisiana Tech one year? I'm trying to remember. I believe so. Yeah. Oh man, I, that was a rough it's game. It's like Houston, Louisiana <laughs> this year, right? I think yeah. that's the matchup. Yeah. Oh, the three nothing game with Oregon State Pitt in 2008. Yes. I think Pittsburgh had some Surrey. Wow, those are the days. How would you how would you evaluate? We're kind of jumping ahead of this, but if you look at the Dave Orange Bowl, Austin. Tennessee Clemson, how do you evaluate that game? I, I what do you do with that? Like, I'm that's the fun one. It, it would be very yeah, offense versus no defense. hooker. I oh, that's oh no hooker. Game. Oh, it, it pains me to say it. I have to probably take Clemson. Yeah, because the the other the the Klubik court of whatever his name is. Klubik. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, okay. give me him over DJ, and then. Uh, Tennessee when Joe Milton played I watched that game against Vanderbilt because I bet Vanderbilt like a complete idiot that night yeah. he could he had he overthrew like 20 passes down the field they should have scored 100 points and they just scored 50 by running it the entire time but he was not good at all so I think I think Clemson's gonna win that just just my opinion yeah, I know I think- the Dave. I know the Dave Sandwich Show is, in, you know, it's an inclusive show for all people but what the hell is the trans perfect Music City Bowl 
what the, what like is I said, that a company that you have no idea what they do. <laughs> yeah, because it used to and be they, Gaylord they, Hotels. And, and oh. they put them right in, down in Nashville. And it's da- Andy and I's favorite, Iowa Iowa team. Oh, that, don't show, Iowa, don't show Clay Travis the sponsor of that bowl game. <laughs> oh, Versus man, Kentucky, that's... y'all. Like, that is going to be Dude, one of the on worst stadium. offensive games ever. Oh, Iowa, Kentucky? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be. It's going to be a over under 63. Yeah, I think yeah, I saw a 31. I believe it. <laughs> That's like Army-Navy kind of overrun. The worst part is they played last year in a bowl game. Like, what what the hell is wrong with the, these people? Like, why why would they set up that matchup again? We've seen enough. Yeah, that's crazy. Why do we need to see that again? <laughs> because, again, you know. Outback Bowl. Um, Will Levis isn't playing. I saw their uh, running back, Rodriguez, isn't playing. I was down to, like, their third-string quarterback. It literally might be, like, Six three that that three nothing game that Andy just mentioned it might be zero zero going to overtime <laughs> first game ever to that so bad oh man that is gonna be one to forget that is for sure the outback bulls how much you guys like you you Name guys know else. way more than I do but how much this transfer thing is that just destroying a lot of these games yeah like is are we getting close to that point where there's only gonna be they need to push play, it back playoffs. if they want to have these games mean anything or they just need to push it back until after like january 1st but <laughs> okay I don't, yeah. you know i don't know yeah it all uh i think christian mccaffrey was arguing i think he was like the first guy to like not play the ball and i was like how can you not play the ball and it was christian mccaffrey decides not to play the ball game to get ready for the nfl draft and then that just turned into a tidal wave of all these guys just opting out of their bowl game to focus on the draft. And then you pile on the transfer portal. And then obviously before Christian McCaffrey coach, John was always ahead of like the coaches are leaving that, that was back then. That was like the only thing you had to worry about. And now it's the coaches leaving. It's the pros not playing in the bowl game to get ready for pro day. And then the transfer portal. So now it's three things not to mention teams being motivated or not motivated. It just makes it a lot more yeah. fun to a degree, but then it also makes like a game like Louisville, Cincinnati, like what the fuck am I doing with this game? <laughs> right. And I think like, what... you got to bet all, you got to bet all 43 of them. So I mean, yep. you got to do something with that game. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question about it. They um, make it sound like, you know, it's like, Oh, we want uh, the fans to care about the ball games, but it doesn't seem like they care. Like, why wouldn't you put the transfer deadline later? Well, no I was going to say, why is it, what, what, can we please stop with the early signing period? Cause I think that's having a hand in it too, right, fellas? Like, wouldn't you think that that's hurting the opportunity for these guys to play? And same thing for the coaches? I don't know. You're right, though. It's. Oh, gosh. I'm not smart enough, not smart enough to figure it out. Yeah. Just, I'm just, just see the game, bet the game, watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, Andy, you, you talk about Tulane USC. That is going to be, you know, I think I, I don't care if USC blows out Tulane. There is no way on this God's green earth I am betting USC. We didn't have a show. Fuck Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Fuck that defense. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, is Caleb Williams playing, Dave? Honestly, even if he's not, like, I'm all in on Tulane. Like, just Willie Fritz, that running game. They're going to be so motivated to play there. USC was literally one game away from the college football playoff, and now they have to play Tulane. Like, there's 
they're like, they don't want to play that game. They're, their defense is horrific to begin with. I mean, they were giving up 40 points to like Cal and, you know, some of these awful Pac-12 offenses. Like Tulane is going to put it on them. Like, let's, let's be real. Um, I don't even care if Caleb Williams – plays give me give me Tulane no I agree with you on all of these fronts I mean they also lost Jermaine Dial though that's not as important but the defense didn't go anywhere they still stink that was such a bad game Dave they couldn't tackle no it was rough they couldn't tackle did any of you have the over under in that game or over or the under in that game but uh, Utah clinched it with that last run right yeah yeah I don't understand why because Williams clearly he couldn't move in the second quarter and it was still a game like they should have put somebody else in there I know, I know he's a great player but that's his whole game is like you know doing his dance behind the old line and moving around and he was just he was a statue back there and you could, he couldn't do anything and it was just killing the offense I agree it was just a, it, bet, no go ahead Andy I'm sorry I bet that game like I'm, I know it was like this is over almost a month ago at this point but like we know Nor- we know USC's defense was stinky poo, and that's why we took Notre Dame the week before. And if Drew Pine had any fucking sense, they cover that game. That first possession in the third quarter, if that doesn't go south, they cover that game. And then the following week, I'm like, I'm betting USC because they have so much on the line, and they have the- that Heisman winner is a formidable Heisman winner, and he obviously got dinged on. The- I think it was like the third possession of the game they should have been up arguably like 27 to 3 right Lincoln Riley kicked right. some field goals I'm bitter and mm-hmm. then Utah did the end quarter two with the score and start quarter three with the with the score everything that could go wrong went wrong yep and Dave's like I know I watched <laughs> I watched the whole thing despite that thing running away because I was just, this is just what I was going to do. Like, I, I committed the night to that game. And what a sad, sad game. I mean, it pretty much all went to shit after the injury, right? Like, like that from that point on, you're like, well, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, and yeah, Utah converted like third and 20. <laughs> yeah. It was just. It was ridiculous. a disgrace. That whole game. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, like the point of you're all making is actually dead on. It's like, what are they going to have for this? cotton wool after that but big picture to be 100 percent fair to lincoln riley as we talked about in august like what was the expectation a realistic expectation for usc lincoln riley in year one like nine and three mm-hmm. they had a great year i get that and i love that you make that point i love that you made that point andy like usc had a great year like underlined great year so a, a very disappointing ending but honestly you know he'll be. You know, we we believe that uh, you know Williams will be back next year, and they're going to recruit. I think it's going to be good times are ahead for USC. Just the terrible like last like three weeks or so. Well, Alex Grinch got some real ooga booga in him though. I don't know if Alex Alex Grinch might not be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear it. All right, so let's go ahead and finish out the preview with the the bit the the New Year Six. And I don't know what they're going to call it once they expand the playoff to 12 teams. They'll just call it whatever. But um, yeah, the New Year's Six will be interesting, I, I suppose. I mean, the playoff is nice. I'm glad TCU made it. I, I don't think there was a huge amount of of drama there. But good that they made it. They're playing Michigan. Um, that's the first matchup. The second matchup is Ohio State again getting so lucky that all of that happened in the USC game to get in. I am not convinced by that team at all against Georgia. Y'all do what you want with that point spread once we get to that game. 
There is no way in hell I would ever bet Ohio State with a point spread in that game. No way. That team is completely not ready for prime time in any scenario. They've done nothing to prove. Okay, I don't, let me. They've done nothing to prove that um, that they're going to do anything in this game. I don't know if you feel differently, but that's that's the, that's the matchup in the playoff. And then I think the last thing we'll get into is the Rose Bowl. I don't know. There's, oh, yeah, Alabama, Kansas State, too. Which is really, like, the, the earliest, it is, like, the earliest start time for a Sugar Bowl I can ever remember in my entire lifetime. I don't think I've ever seen it start at 9, and wasn't that, like, starting at 12 Eastern? Yeah. I've never seen it start at 12 Eastern. I've always seen it, like, 8.30, you know. Yeah, well, it should have been after the Rose Bowl, but after the Rose Bowl, it's Monday Night Football, Jets, Miami. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because they move, they don't have football. NFL's not on Sunday because Sunday's New Year's Day. So they, or no, 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 I mean, it well, is, NFL it is, is. NFL it is on Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Day. I meant to say that the college slate is never on a Sunday for whatever dumb reason they had. <laughs> it's a religious reason, I, I believe, but, um, so whatever, like it's, it, it, so they pushed all the bowls to Monday, which is fine. Like all the big bowls, that's cool. Rose bowls on Monday too. Penn State. I, like, I love it. I love, I love how the calendar works out this year with yeah. Christmas being, yeah, it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. I'm, I'm down with it. Like I, I, I don't want to impugn religion either. I think that's unfair. So I, I'm sorry about that comment. But but I do think it works out great. Like, you're right. I love that the Rose Bowl gets a separate day. I think that's cool. And it does. It, I mean, if there's any juice in Penn State, Utah, I couldn't tell you at this point. Um, but if there is juice in that game. That's such a good, like, no one's, no one's going to be looking forward to work that Tuesday. But that Monday, you just get the you know, load up on your scaries, your Monday, Sunday, Monday scaries yeah. after the holidays. Rose Bowl, Jets, Dolphins, bet your ass off, <laughs> eat pizza, and then deal with, you know, you know, terrible thoughts on Tuesday morning. <laughs> That's a really man. It's just that that weekend's gonna be great. Um, and the weekend of that we're coming like this weekend coming up right now, like is gonna be great. And um, New Year's weekend is. I mean, the week. The Christmas weekend is going to be great. So, yeah. all in all, we've Gain got... a thousand pounds eating these things. Oh, I know it. I've had them all... I've had them all month. Peppermint. I, those things are good. Peppermint bar? Yeah, peppermint bar. Yeah. The white chocolate uh, sugar cookie. Yeah. So oh, the best. Good, good call, Andy. I love it. Um, so, John, let's go to you first. So let's get your re- your preview of the Bulls. Like, we talked about a lot of it already. So, anything you want to add as far as the schedule? I'll put the games back up, too. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we kind of hit a lot as we went through. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to, we could have a show just to break down like quick hitters on all 40, whatever games, but I mean, we're not going to do that. Um, you know, I love that you get like almost a game every day once we get going, uh, which is, which is fantastic for like three weeks, even if it's just like one or two a day, like, yeah, like I'm in like, let's, let's go here. Love it. Um, I think, you know, the, the coaching scenarios are definitely something to monitor. You have to keep, it's all about information. Like you have to know who's, who's in and who's out when you're, when you're making your bets here. And then the motivation angle too, like that's the huge thing too, for um, some of these teams that just might not, even if they are playing their guys, like maybe they don't really don't want to want to be there. Um, So yeah. And you know, in the college football playoff, you know, that that'll be, that'll have definitely have the juice. Um, I think Ohio state, I, you know what? You know what's interesting is like USC. Like, what if they just said 
you know, we're not going to play the Pac-12 title game. Like we, you know, we abstain, like we're not playing. Like, I guess maybe it would go as a forfeit, but like they were hurt by playing an extra game, which yeah. kind of goes against the whole point of the system. Like, you know, they probably didn't deserve to be in like once that happened, but at the same time, like they played the extra game, like Ohio state didn't put their ass on the line again to play an extra game. If the, if the big 10 had the same set up for the championship game as the Pac-12, it would have been Ohio State, Michigan again. And with Michigan beat their ass again, like Ohio State would have been out. So I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic. But um yeah, I mean Georgia's, you know, they've had moments when they don't look interested in some of these games. But when they like want to play, like they, you know, they put it on some teams. But you'd have to be worried a little bit maybe about their defense, especially the way LSU you know, threw the ball over the all the field against them in the SEC championship game. Should have covered. Um, you know, Ohio State, yeah, exactly. Ohio State certainly has the playmakers to do to do that. So we'll see. And then um, you know, Michigan and TCU. I don't know. Like I want to make a case to to bet Dykes with the, getting the points, but I don't know if I can do it. I mean, Michigan is just like a freight train. And I think TCU was their defense, it did get better towards the end of the year. I will say that, but I don't know how they're going to stop Michigan's running game. And, you know, they should be able to uh, slow down the TCU attack, which similar to what Kansas State did uh, for most of that game before, you know, Duggan, what, what an unbelievable player that guy is. I mean, you just put it all on the line in the Big 12 championship game, and then they certainly deserve to make it in. But, yeah, that's my high view level of the, of the college football playoff. But, um yeah, back to the Bulls. I don't know. I mean, really not much else to say. Like, they're great. Like, I love Bulls season. And, you know, even games like you don't – like, Dave, I laughed when I saw the matchup of, like, New Mexico State and Bowling Green. Like, that's a game, if it was on a Saturday in September, it would be on, like, Flow Sports at 4 o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon. Yeah. And no one would be watching it. But you know what? Put it on a bowl game on December 26th at like two, I think it's two 30 in the afternoon. That's going to get like a huge rating for ESPN because I don't think anybody's working that day. Um, you know, so it's Chris, a day after Christmas is like the holiday because Christmas is a Sunday and uh, you know, it'll, it'll be, it'll be fun times and um, just games like that just make bowl season fun. So um, yeah, I'm definitely here for it. Anybody else that wants to get in the pool, uh, shoot me a message and we'll have some fun. Absolutely. And good luck to everybody who is in the pool this year. It is always a good time. And, it, you'll, and because there's so many games, I think there's always a chance for everyone to stay in the mix for a while. Like even like that last day, I always feel like. Yeah, it's interesting to see the strategy. For yeah. Some people, they just kind of do like the one, two, three, four, five, like all the way to the end. So they save the big ones for the end. Whereas, you know, some people, you know, you just kind of pick as you go. Like, it's okay. Like, I really like this game. I'm going to put it at a high point value. And then you just kind of adjust as you as you move through the through the schedule. So, yeah, I, it's one of my favorite pools because it's just a lot of strategy involved. Absolutely, John. So um, let's get, swing it back to Andy, and let's get your thoughts on the, on the bowl season as well. Lots to cover here. Yeah, I mean, echoing, I can't break down all 41 as fun it would be, but uh, just in general, like, yeah, the Troy-UTSA game is so good. It's 12 o'clock for us out here on a Friday. Unfortunately, it's obviously a working day here. And the our the finance team that I'm on, obviously, accounting, 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 we have – and my boss, the CFO, he's a huge sports fan, but somehow, some way, someone scheduled like a three-hour – 
2023 like goals meeting at 10 a.m so i'm gonna be like hey, hey goal, goals hey, goals for 2023 do not make Friday? this meet do not make this meeting on the cure on the day of the cure bowl but the silver lining is it'll be over i could watch the second half and take a long long lunch and i don't i if i had money on the meeting i guarantee it gets it's we we knock out early but it's a little bummer i won't be able to like well, if we the, had bahamas is, back, the bahamas one starting at like 8 30 your time yeah, right that's crazy miss, i'll be missing the end of the bahamas because yeah <laughs> like at my my desk i can i'm always streaming sports when i'm working on my own but you can't do that when you're in a meeting because there's you have to talk and stuff but um that's a it's a the the first two days of bowl season like gets you off to a flying start i love it i love it um obviously bowl season has a has a different feel than from the fall and obviously when we're in the when we do these shows dave and end of august we're always like oh it's only a matter of time before we're breaking down the the bowl games and it's right before hanukkah and christmas and it's cold but these games they are i mean be like andy your value system is all fucked up and it is but it's like <laughs> i associate bowl games just as much with christmas as i do with like stockings and santa and retail i mean christmas season is bowl season that's just prove me wrong and uh and if you're lucky enough to be able to take a couple days off either before christmas or after christmas uh there's all there's games on TV and it's just it's it's complimentary to that time of the year, you know, because you're I'm not watching ESPN at 2 p.m. like on August 9th, but on December 27th, I'm probably watching ESPN and there's a game on and there's you can hear the pass, like, you know, you can hear pass. It's just it's just great football and I don't care if it's like minnesota bc like yeah i think minnesota i think that minnesota bc bowl game a couple of years ago was like one of those not in my backyard games but when push comes to shove we'll be watching and like i want to watch as much of that myrtle beach ball as i can a lot of people be like why the hell would you watch marshall yukon it's like well yukon hasn't been to a bowl in forever and I'll probably I'll be that clown. I might take UConn in the bowl pick. I'm not for confident thirty, but maybe you know in the six to ten range. Because uh, as John knows, it's a lot of times I try to minimize as many. Like, well, I pick him to cover. I pick the underdog to cover, but I pick the favorite to win. I don't like doing that. Now, obviously, there are going to be some spreads that are like fourteen and fifteen where you might have to take the favorite in the bull mania, but I'll take the underdog. I like taking the underdog to, to, to cover. And if they pick them to cover, I, I'd like to have them win outright in the bull mania as much as possible. UConn fits that game to a shell. And if you look, there's so many, like not to, to borrow uh Jerry and Piscataway's term, so many casuals play the bull mania. For instance, you look at USC Tulane and there's like, 88% of the participants have already picked USC. I'm like, well, hold on now. Like I'm picking Tulane outright and to win, I'm picking Tulane to cover like just shit like that, that you can, that you can bet. Like the Idaho potato bowl is intriguing. Eastern Michigan channel, they state. Now John always likes to take EMU when they are a underdog and likes to 
fade them when they're they are a when they're a, a favorite. I th- I don't know what the line is in this one. It's San Jose like minus three and a half. So yes, we will be partaking with EMU very likely in this game. You 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 like the San Jose State quarterback though. He's he's good, but yeah, Cordero. Yeah, he's good. I just I don't know. They they finished the year very poorly. Um, they had that tragic death of one of their players, and ever since then they've just not been the same true. team. So yeah. maybe they're a level rally for this bowl game, but I don't know. I'll have to dive into it more. But my initial lean on that one was EMU. Yeah. Another intriguing game for us degenerates is like Baylor Air Force. Why? Because a lot of times Air Force, you like to take uh, a lot of times with the service academies, the teams actually have time to prep against the service academy. So you can actually fade the service academy. Unless that one year it was Washington State Air Force. John remembers, Dave, you, you might remember it too. Air Force just four yards of carry, four yards of carry, four yards of carry. They, Washington State could not get them off the field. Oh, yeah. Just, pro- yeah. just probably frustrated Mike Leach uh, to no avail. Now, Baylor, like on paper, you would think they would be able to to stop the Air Force running game. Uh, I don't. I don't know who to pick in that one, but it's also, yeah, that's, that's, that's just an intriguing game because it's in Texas. You think Waco, I don't know if Baylor traditionally travels well for bowl games, but we'll see. Houston, Louisiana is a, is a Mongo game that will be, be interesting on the Hawaii bowl is back. Yeah. (laughs) I might have to take stock still coach stock still over uh, Brady Hoke, but that's like, the only show in town, Christmas Eve, Hawaii Bowl. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I wonder if they're playing in like, because the 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 big stadium in Honolulu is gone. So if they're playing in that soccer field, that's gonna be strange. I guess we'll have to wait Christmas Eve. I think they see. are. I think they're playing at the the stadium that Hawaii was at all year, which is like what twenty thousand or ten thousand or whatever it was. So I think there's an NFL game that night too. So we got two oh, options. Yeah. Yeah, Raiders, Steelers. Yeah, outside of like the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, of- exactly. Yeah, so if you weren't talking about yeah, family to begin with, yeah. with the Hawaii Bowl, double it with the with the NFL in the mix. Andy, it says it's the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex. <laughs> Where right. that is? That's the soccer stadium. Shout out to Clarence oh, wow. T.C. Ching for sure. Nope. Yeah. Now it's here's the bowl. T.C.C.C.C.C. Yeah. Whatever. Here's a bowl game that got ruined with Gracie McCall's injury because our one of the pro two of our uh, two of the program's favorite quarterbacks, Gracie McCall and Colton Ayers, would have been going head to head. The Birmingham Bowl, Coastal C versus ECU, but now that game has lost a little of its luster, in my opinion. Oregon, North Carolina, that's an automatic fade. Mac Brown, I will I will take Oregon. Dan Langing. Motivation be damned. Um, Texas Tech, Ole Miss had some intrigue. Now we're just kind of rambling. Uh, so Washington fans out here were like, they they were so offended that uh, just the way it worked out with the divisions going away and Utah doing what they did. So Washington didn't get a Rose Bowl. Now they get the Alamo Bowl versus Texas, and they they think they're better than Texas. Well, what's the line? Texas minus four and a half without BJ and Robinson. I probably will take Washington in this game, getting points with Phoenix. But uh, 
Husky fans are so offended that they're playing Texas. It's like, you, you do realize you are the underdog in this game. Like <laughs> it's just classic Washington. Like they, they have such a complex, even though they think they're big brother to Washington state, Washington state. I think they have a ton of guys leaving in, in the portal. So I would probably take uh, Fresno state in the Jimmy Kimmel bowl in a couple days. Uh, the Barstool Bowl is Ohio, Wyoming. Would have loved taking Ohio with Rourke, but the uh, their backup quarterback is a little limited. Um, they should have covered the the MAC game against Toledo. Both those, that was like the uh, whatever the opposite of a coaching clinic. That was that game. Both coaches <laughs> were like absolutely clueless. Um, uh, Dave, you mentioned the Orange Bowl earlier. I'll probably take Clemson. Um, I'm just rambling because that's all, that's all I really could do. Um, Michigan TCU, not, I think I mentioned it, uh, on the previous podcast, but gosh, I, I don't know who to take in that game, but I, I admit, I, I watch hardly any big 10 football this year, but to channel my board on music award night, like parachuting in Adele has my approval. The Michigan quarterback has my approval. That guy. <laughs> That guy could sling it. And I don't think he was slinging it in the beginning of the year when, well, he wasn't even starting in the beginning of the year, but I, I think he's kind of gotten a little better as the season's going on. And uh, I mean, that's, that's, that'll be a good Fiesta bowl. Um, Yeah. Just, just patiently waiting for all these, these bowls to, to rock and roll. I love that. All right. So lastly, we're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to Kevin on the Cape in the Berkshires more accurately. And uh, let's get your, 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 your thoughts as well. I'm just, I'm just waiting for their picks, man. You're waiting for the picks. All right. I'm waiting for their picks. Oh. Now that I'm in this, I'm getting this thing that John's doing. I'm just, I got my notepad out. I'm ready. Oh, sweet. You're going to be in the, th- you're going to be in the mix. I'm going to do nice. it. Nice. I love it. Well, good, good luck, Kev. That's, that's going to be great. It's going to be, it's always a fun time every day. You're dialed in. It's, it's going to be great. All right, let's get to the, oh, I'm excited. Oh, by the way. Yeah. I've, um, uh, was it next Friday? I'm done. I'm not working anymore. Wife's going back to work. I'm oh. staying home. So it's just going to be sports and the kids all all, all Christmas. Let's long. go. I'm done. I'm retiring. This isn't. <laughs> I mean, nine, nine straight months of working again. I mean, uh, I don't know how you guys do it. Andy, uh, do you have uh, either. Uh, like remote or work from home at your job? Because uh, I have three days a week at home, which comes in very handy during uh scenarios like this Ooh, in the bowl season um nice. so yeah it, it's a good time and it's funny because like i'm in the same kind of field as you so i wish no why we have a very traditional elt team whatever you want to call them the sea level and hospitality they never really were big work from home folks so um are you? Do you do like balance sheet recon after month end and stuff? Uh, I, uh, that's not part of my uh, what I do, but I'm part of like a finance accounting team uh, at my at my job. But we're we're a nonprofit organization, so it's a little different than than yours. But it's, it's the same, you know. Accounting is, like, is accounting. So. Yeah, like bu- a lot busier, like the first ten days of the month, and then the rest at least rest of the month is a little more loose. So this is perfect time of the year to to watch the bulls. Unfortunately, I'll be in my, you know, my cubicle, but, uh, 
Well, but yeah, it's good for golf though. Like I'll out like when the yeah. Masters are on. I don't care if it's I don't even care if it's month end. Neither does my boss because he's a golfer. We'll have the Masters on. It's well, that the Masters is a good spot. Yeah, very very cool. So, well, I think the time has come, everybody, for the for the for our first round of picks in 2022 bowl season. Let's get to the bowl picks, and we'll start. Um. We'll start with John again. Let me just make sure I didn't just queue up my sheet, my chart here so I can write the picks down. So, uh, John, like we're going to do the bulls from, from the starting on Friday and then ending on Tuesday next week. So that's the slate you'll be working with this, this coming for this round of bulls. So with that, I give it to you, John, good luck. And, uh, let's hear your picks. Excellent. So we're doing two right now for this yeah, range. Two of games, for this right? range of okay. games. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Excellent. All right, so we'll go two on Saturday, and Andy hit on the first one. We're going to take Fresno, and I wish it was three. I wrote it down yesterday at minus three, but I have to be fair. It's minus three and a half now, so I don't want to be like a cheat, and then like that's bad karma. So um, Fresno State minus three and a half in the Kimmel Bowl against Washington State. Um, you know, Washington State had a bunch of transfers leave, uh, two of their top receivers. They had uh, their center leave. Um, Cam Ward still is playing, so that's a plaza for them. But their defensive coordinator left. Um, lots of departures on their side. Um, and then on the Fresno side, I haven't seen anything in terms of, you know, uh, players leaving for the portal or coaches leaving. Um, you saw that Fresno is just a completely different team with Jake Hayner when he's playing quarterback. Um, you know, they lost to my Huskies without Hayner. Uh, they lost to a mid. The middle of the season was really rough for, for Fresno uh, without Hayner. And then when he came back, they just went on a huge run, won the Mountain West Championship. Um, their defense really started to play pretty well down the end of the stretch. And I just think they're going to throw all over this Washington State defense. Um, you saw it in the Apple Cup. Penix had had their way, had his way with, um, you know, they had like 700 yards and he just threw the ball all over the field. I can see Fresno and Hayner doing the same thing. I think there's like a little brother angle here too. Like Fresno wants to beat the Pac-12 team. Um, I think they'll have the home field uh, or more fans at this game too. So give me Fresno minus three and a half um, over Washington State for pick number one. And pick number two, this is a game only a degenerate gambler could love. Um, this is the Lending Tree Bowl between Southern Miss and Rice. And I'm taking Southern Miss laying six and a half it kind of goes against my theory sometimes about five and seven teams in a bowl because it's like, oh, you don't belong here. Like you suck. Like, why did you get this bowl bit? And they're like, you know, they're motivated by that. But this Rice team, man, th this team is bad. Um, they they were down to like their fourth string quarterback the last couple of games. They got destroyed in both of them. Um, and they're actually doing okay to kind of towards, I think in November they were on the fringe of being bowl eligible. And then they just fell apart towards the end of the year. And their defense is horrific. Their quarterback situation, again, unsettled. They're just not a good team. Um, Southern Miss is one of the surprises of the season. Uh, Frank Gore Jr. Um, running the ball, uh, you know, they, that, that's kind of what they do. Um, their quarterbacks aren't particularly effective, but they do enough to get the job done. And their defense is one of the best in the group of five. So I don't see this Rice team doing anything on offense, and their defense is bad. This is just a, a Southern Miss bet all the way so under a touchdown i'm in so southern miss minus six and a half 
Fresno State minus three and a half. Surprisingly, two favorites. But Dave, I got dogs for you uh, for the second wave. Oh, I can already tell you, Air, Air Force, like, don't insult me getting six and a half points. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be on that one. But uh, yeah, for now, um, Fresno minus three and a half and uh, Southern Miss minus six and a half. Very cool. Thank you very much, John. Uh, we're getting it right off the bat on, on that first Saturday. Love it. Love it. Love it so much. So next we go to Kevin on the Cape. Very now that you're in the pool, this is makes this they make this makes these picks even more exciting because now you can tie in. Well, the picks are gonna have nothing to do with the pool. The pool, I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm more excited. I'm gonna start studying that. My my college <clears throat> picks have a theme this this oh, weekend. I, let's this do it. week, um, I did a couple of themes based on coaches during the year. So this one we're gonna send out to our. This is gonna be my Mike Leach themed. Uh Week. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna, so this has nothing to do with going against John because I think I know more than him because that's not even close. But I'm going to be taking Washington State. Go ahead to have John for uh, Mr. Leach's former team. I think 2018 was his uh, best year, guys. Right, 11 and two or something. Top 10, I think they finished. So I'm taking Washington State for that, and I'm also taking my second one. I think this is in the the realm that Dave just talked about. The week is uh, BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're getting three or something or uh, playing SMU, um, which is where Mr. Leach went to college. I like it. Played uh, rugby, I think, and, you know, ran around following Lavelle Edwards and uh, as an undergrad. So rest in peace, Coach Leach, and those are my picks. Thank you, boys. Fantastic. Now, what was the the line of that game again, if you don't mind me asking? I think it was three and a half or three, something like that. Uh, if either of you, SMU, are, if either of you the, uh, Andy um, or John can confirm, I guess New Mexico. I'm going to look Mexico at this Bowl. Too. Oh, the New Mexico Bowl? Okay, cool. cool. Thank yeah. you. Let me see. But BYU, definitely. I'll, I'll figure it out later. But uh, New Mexico Bowl, BYU, very good. So let's go to Andy and let's get your picks for the first week of bowls. Um, Andy, good luck and uh, let's see what you got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just looking at. Snow. Oh, fuck. Um, weather. Um, <laughs> weather? Oh, Seattle weather. Oh, okay. For next week. But yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, game number one. I'm going to take South Alabama. Now, we never really talked much about South Alabama this year, but they're a sneaky 10 and 2 team. Their only loss, Dave, was against UCLA. I don't. When they played like. I think the game was like at 11 a.m. at the Rose Bowl, and there was like 2,000 people in there. And uh, South Alabama did like a fake field. They arguably should have beat UCLA. They lost by a point. Yeah, tight one. And then they lost to to Troy 10-6. So a very like sneaky 10-2 team that the casuals don't give a flying you-know-what about. Uh, In Western Kentucky, they are 8-5. They've had a bunch of close losses. but their most recent game was uh, they they basically ended Willie Taggart's career in Boca Raton, Western Kentucky, Florida Atlantic uh, overtime thriller. I think uh, Western Kentucky went for two instead of just like extending the overtime, and uh, so Florida Atlantic did not go to a bowl. Uh, Western Kentucky preserves a eight and five season. Um, I'm not pretending that I know anything of, a lot about Western Kentucky, but their defense definitely uh, leaves a little to a lot to be desired. And I do know South Alabama has a pretty stingy defense. 
Um, and I think they should be able to take care of business and beat the Hilltoppers by more than four and a half points. Um, in the, I don't even know what bowl it is. Why doesn't Action App tell me the bowl? But it's obviously, it's uh, it's on the, it's on the It's the RL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. Okay. Oh, New Orleans. Gotcha. Western's so, quarterback is transferring out to Austin Reed. So you're like your pick even even more with that I love information. It. I love it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure if you could find out, me, New Orleans Bowl used to be on like the first Saturday. Like, yeah, it was like, it was like the night right. game. It was like nine o'clock or something on the first Saturday. Mm-hmm. Instead, we get the, uh, the Frisco with Boise and, and North Texas. That should be an yeah. interesting one. Ugh. Well, that is not game number two, but it, like we will wager on that game. So, But my real game number two, um, and I could get burnt with this because I, I don't know the I don't know Finn stats, but I'm gonna take Toledo giving five to Liberty, and this is um, strictly based on uh, Hugh Freeze leaving. Um, Hugh Freeze, like, did you see what you see? Liberty's most recent game before the bowl, they got embarrassed. Like, I'm pretty. Was it New Mexico State that beat them? I, whoever it was, it might have been New Mexico State. I don't fucking know. I didn't pay attention, but I know they 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 lost by like 40 points to a team that they are favored by 18. Um, and let's punch it up, Eddie. Be a little faster here. Come on. It was New Mexico State. Go with your gut. Yeah, they lost 49-14 to New Mexico State. The same New Mexico State that basically went the entire first half of the year without scoring 49 points combined. We know New Mexico State. We bet on them week the first three weeks of the year. They played UMass, gosh, and uh, so yeah, Liberty. I, I question their motivation. Uh, give me Toledo minus five, with or without a banged up, hobbled uh, Finn for Toledo. Um, Toledo, obviously, they they won the MAC conference, so as their reward, they get a uh, Hugh Freezeless Liberty team. Um, game number two. It's bowl season. Sure is, Andy. I mean, we're really digging into the meat of it. So uh, thank you very much for those picks. All right. So that gives us just two remaining sets of picks. We have Ron's picks and my own. So we'll go to Ron's picks first. Let's give them to you now. Here we go. So for the bowl season, week number one in um, go, in uh, in college football. Here we go. For game number one, Ron is going to go to Las Vegas and... Uh, He's going to take a pretty, you know, a team with a quarterback that a lot of pe- the people thought might win the Heisman. Didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, he will take Florida getting 10 and a half points. That he transferred to. Oh, he's not even in the game. So that's an interesting spot. All right. So <laughs> he's not even in the games. But uh, he will nonetheless take Florida getting 10 and a half against Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl um, coming up in a few days. And then for game number two, Ron in New Jersey will select UTSA, our team, all season, getting one and a half versus Troy in the Cure Bowl. That's coming up on that's coming up on Friday. And those are his picks. Now we go to the, the Dave picks for for week 16, our first round of bulls. We're gonna start in the Bahamas Bowl. Always fun to wake up in the morning and at least for us on the West Coast, wake up in the morning and see the Bahamas Bowl. Uh, a lot of memories there. There was even one where the game ended in a fight, I think. So it's just an incredible. It's 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 a it's a, it's a surprisingly good bowl. 
So here we're going to go with UAB giving 11 in our continuing tradition of fading the Mac. And oh my God, thank you for the raid. Um, our continuing tradition of fading, um, fading the Mac conference. UAB. I think this will happen. I mean, Miami, Ohio is okay. Whatever. Like the Mac tends to do terrible, terribly in bowls. And keeping in that theme, game number two, we're going to go head to head with Andy, which is, uh, as Andy broke down, probably a questionable decision on my end at this point. Boca Raton Bowl. We're going to take Liberty getting five points with a coach that just left and a team that just didn't look that good. And Toledo looked great in the Mac Championship, too, for that matter. So that, this isn't looking good for me. But we're going to take it anyway. Liberty getting five against Toledo and Boca Raton Bowl. To go with Bahamas with UAB. I'm sorry. To go with UAB giving 11 in the Bahamas Bowl. Bronze picks once again. Florida getting 10.5 in the Las Vegas Bowl. And UTSA getting 1.5 against Troy. The picks for the first week of Bowls. 2022-23. Good times. Thank you so much, everyone, for all your participation, doing all these picks during the contest. We're not done, though. We'll be back in January on the podcast, and we'll keep doing the picks on the website. Uh, before we finish out the show, let me just welcome in another raid. Thank you so much to Base Carnets. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you so much for the raid. Let's give our friends let's <laughs> let's give our friends a shout out. Um, nice to see you again. Um, Base Clarinets is a variety streamer. It's good to see you. Um, there you go. Y'all go follow our friend Base Clarinets. Uh, tremendous job. Uh, what, how was your stream? What'd you end up playing tonight? Or what'd you end up doing tonight? I hope you're do I hope you're well. Well, thank you, friends, for joining us. My name's Davey. I'm a variety streamer. And tonight we're doing sports. And uh, we're, we're just about to wrap up our show. It's been a great time. Just to introduce those of you from the raid from our, to our panel. John in Connecticut's on the upper left-hand corner. Andy in Seattle's on the bottom left. And Kevin on the Cape is on the bottom right. We've been doing a great... We've we had a very solid contest this year. And uh, this week will definitely have a big say in, in, in if any of us make a move on John. But uh, it's a pretty good setup right now. And these bowls are going to be fun. So we'll now give it to everybody for final thoughts as we keep going. And as I mentioned, uh, we'll keep updating the picks on the website and on Discord too. So if you go to our Discord, we'll post the picks there as well. And uh, we'll, be back on we'll be back in January. Um... And uh, Merry Christmas and season and happy holidays to all of you. Um, John, I'll give it to you first for final thoughts. Yeah, since we won't see everyone, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, the whole bit. Um, hope everyone enjoys time with some family. If you get to see our, you know, if you get to see your family, have gatherings, but very underrated time of the year for sports, too. I mean, we talked about it on Saturday. I mean, what a bonanza of action that we have. And then, the Bulls continuing through the holiday season, and then um, the NFL playoffs will, you know, the, the playoff picture will be coming into focus the last couple of weeks. I think, Dave, when we're back after the new year, I think week 18 is that, uh, like that's the week, you know, the, the final week of the year. So we will definitely have a lot of content uh, for that that final week and, and, and previewing the national championship game. So, yeah, yeah. Um, exciting month ahead. And, you know, for I know me and Andy are looking forward to some golf starting in Hawaii as well in January. So it it's is we're we're hitting some good times here for sure. Absolutely, John. Thank you so much. I appreciate your contributions all season long. Good luck to you as you finish it out. You know, 
It'll be a, it'll be a very exciting finish in our contest. I, I'm I'm sure of it. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yeah, and good luck to everyone. Yeah, Andy and Dave. Good luck in the pool. And I'm gonna send that over to Kevin. So we'll have a we're gonna oh, have yeah. a good time here with Bowl Mania. I love it. and same thing as far as your NFL you know, spread pool like that. I, good luck to all of you in the playoffs, everybody. Like it's gonna be it's it's very exciting. I'm really excited about it. Um, Andy, let's go to you for final thoughts as well. Yeah. Um holiday season get your christmas shopping done who cares about your waistline eat it all get your coal or bend the dreidel do it all watch your sports kiss someone under the missile whatever you want to do it's the holiday season um i i wanted to mention that we've talked about how nfl remains invincible this year play has been relatively uh sloppy Troy Aikman basically said as much um you know they went after the NBA they said fuck you NBA we're taking Christmas day well look what happened you, you some people don't believe in karma but you you went after the NBA's golden goose and on paper, back in May, those games look good. But what do you have on Christmas Day, NFL? You have Green Bay, Miami, which is probably the best one. But the other two, you got Tom Brady and the decrepit Bucks versus a Arizona Cardinal team with no Kyler Murray and a coach that all he wants to do is bang floozies and, like, reluctantly coach. He's like – his 24 seven is just trying to bang flus. He's like, I, I have to coach to like, yeah, that pays your bills cliff. And then, <laughs> and then like you have Rams Broncos. Like I am so fast. I'm so fascinated by this game. Like who is going to this game? There's going to be people that on Christmas day is going to go to a Denver <laughs> Broncos la rams game oh man wait voluntarily where's the game wait where is the game i forgot is it in la or it's you it's in sofi all the games this year on christmas day are in close are in uh, warm weather climate okay okay (laughs) that game like i'm like that game like you must you must be like jehovah witness hate your family (laughs) both yeah to be at that game, like granted, I'll I'm gonna bet on all the NBA games. Suns, I think it's Suns Lakers, um, Celtics Bucks. But anyway, Broncos Rams, like that's what you get NFL when you try to invade the NBA on Christmas Day. Uh, the, you remember that clap smiley from Kisses and King where it goes like this? I'm doing that right now. I'm just and they're gonna like obviously. When Christmas is on a Tuesday or Wednesday, they they can't have a game. But Monday, Thursday, they're going to try to have games on Christmas Day. The more the merrier. We'll see what happens. But I'll tell you this. I'm going to be rooting for the NBA and the TV ratings. That's for sure. You know, can't reward that. So um, off off to Kevin. And uh, you'll have the last word tonight before we wrap it up for sports this year. Yeah. Happy holidays, guys. Um, A little different vibe going on here it was three nights ago my four-year-old son was screaming at 3 30 in the morning daddy daddy so i ran in the room to see what the hell was going on and he 
said first he wanted to give me a hug, which was cute, but I'm like, this is 3.30. Then he wanted to go over the plan to get a picture of Santa Claus. We had to go over, the, like, it was kind of like, I could imagine, like, and he wanted, like, to me to draw it out. Like, it was like X's and O's, like, where I'm going to go to sleep, which couch I'm going to slip on, like, which which angle Santa's going to take to the thing so I don't see him. So he's obsessed. Um, so it's fun. It's it's fun watching the kids do that. Um, otherwise, uh, happy Hanukkah yachts, Merry Christmas yachts, and uh, good luck in all your guys' picks, man. It's good to see you guys. No, no, hope you don't get any coal. And um, yeah, that's about it. Like I said before, rest in peace, Mister Leach. He did get he, his some of his organs did go uh, to some deserving people. I've heard. Um, so that was that was nice. Um, that's a good good part to a sad story. Uh, but yeah, it's great great talking to you guys. And uh, I'll see. What, when are we doing this next? Uh, the new year? Pretty much. Yeah, New Year, first week of January, more year, or less. We're all gonna be nine hundred pounds, and oh yeah, yeah. And he's no gonna be there's gonna be like <laughs> just a wreck in there. Not gonna have uh, his quaffed hair. He's gonna be all yeah. Um, chasing, chasing the, to the college football championship. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. College hoops. Will be I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to text all of you guys in complete panic to whatever game I have 43 points on in John's pool. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I, I promise I won't Can't we just like, that be is. the guy who's like, Oh, we let him into our pool. And now he's driving us crazy. I'll just do it like once, <laughs> but uh, it'll be for that one. Like I'll have like, I'll have my, I'll have my heart medicine. And I'll just be like, guys, really? Yeah. 43 games, so many. So yeah. Many. It's going to be fun. They'll go fast, though, lot, folks. A lot of points. Oh, yeah. Uh, does anyone have a lean on the World Cup final? Like, which way would you go? I would. I, probably... I told John, I got to go for Argentina. Oh, yeah. That's easy for me. That's easy for me. The show has to go with Argentina now. Yeah, go with Argentina. Yeah, yeah. yeah Argentina. Messi's got to get his World Cup. So that, yeah. that's that's my my angle here. Love that. I couldn't even pick that guy out of a lineup. but Messi. No, Messi's iconic. He's he's not human. So I I I'm gonna be for yeah. You know I love that John. Who's Mike? Who's who's Mike gonna take in the World Cup? So I I, I couldn't tell you. <clears throat> I couldn't tell you. Maybe he'll go by the colors. I have no feel. Yeah, I think the Cheez It Bowls will definitely have more yeah. spectators in house, and Mike gets viewers for downloads or whatever. <laughs> Mike, he watched. He tweeted. He- it was like twelve thirty East Coast. So he tweeted about the Celtic Laker game. You, Mike was watching the game. He probably had a stack of bills on it. Oh, Mike and Yachts were watching the Lakers again. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. I didn't. I didn't realize that Yachts actually watched that game. I was surprised. <clears throat> well, I don't know if you watched it, but we were just mm-hmm. talking about the swings. Yeah, Dave. The Lakers are like a they act, the twenty twenty two Lakers are like if you brought Mike and Chris back together in current times, 80% of their content would be stale and done, but 20% would be like, ah, looks like old times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely had a microcosm of that whole scenario, like in one game, like they looked like for like two quarters, they looked like they looked great. And then they quite literally ran out of gas. I was feeling Anthony Davis, like he's not old. He just, he just plays like he's got a lot of mileage in the tires, and yeah. uh, he was so gassed in overtime. You got to make those. You got to make one of those free throws with twenty seconds left to ice that game. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You can't blow a five point lead with a minute to go. Like you just execute. It's simple. You know. You're right. 
You're right. And then they just gave the Westbrook the ball every possession in overtime. It was embarrassing. Like, it's just... What are we doing? Like the other guys had, they were so dead. Yeah. They were so tired. Yeah. All right, fellas. Well, it, but do have a great holiday season. It's it's really great to doing this again. And uh, we'll see you again in January. Take care, everybody. Good luck on the Bulls. Oh, definitely. Good. See you guys. Good luck, everyone. Take Peace. care, everybody. Ah, oh, good stuff. Thank you, everybody. Andy in Seattle. Rob, John in Connecticut. Andy in Seattle. Kevin on the Cape. Really been a lot of fun. So everyone, uh. Thank you so much for being a part of this tonight. It's really great to hear from you all. Um, and if you have any action and, and you missed any part of the show, we'll have the VOD replay right here on Twitch. Just rewind it. And uh, over on YouTube, we'll update the VOD there too in about a few hours. We'll get that up. And um, thank you again for the two raids from Bass Clarinets and Brennington Frothing Slot tonight. Um, I'm Dave Medina. You also know me as Davey's Eating a Sandwich. We will continue content on this channel. So we're not done with the sandwich show. We'll have more shows, but um, but for but we'll we'll, we'll wrap we'll, we'll we'll pick up sports in a couple weeks. And we have a lot to do when we get there. Like we're gonna have the college football championship preview. We're gonna have uh, the we're gonna have the playoffs coverage. We have the Super Bowl coverage. It's gonna be a great 2023 as well. So don't miss it. Um, hey, green guys in the chat. What's going on? Pumping up. So good to see you, green guy. Who says I don't know sports, but I figured it's taking high and can raid with the crew. Let's do the thing. Thank you very much for hanging with us, green guy. Thank you so much for being a part of this tonight. It was really fun. Like it was really, we've really had a good time. So for those of you a podcast, hope you have a great rest of your holiday season, and we'll see you next time.